there's a thing about your movie, why I made a curator's pick of the Hollywood Fringe Festival. Community, unity, 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 This is another great episode of The Film Room. What's going on, people? This is another great episode of The Film Review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. We are the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. I'm Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. And do we have a great one for you today? We're going to be talking about Avengers Endgame. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the season, the uh, finale of American Gods and their season, their eight-episode season. Yeah, season two. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we're going to start with April 30th is soon upon us and the debut of, the debut of the Film Review Music Review Show. And do we have a jamming, jam-packed show for you? And we're going to be running it down. But of course, you know what I have to do right now. I have to go on ahead and populate and let people know that we're on. So how's your week been for you this week? It was a great week. The weather is beautiful. Broke. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? DJ D-Wax chiming in. What's going on, D-Wax? You know, he he cuts and cuts and scratches on the radio station. Uh, Let them know where you're at so they can uh, come on in and let let them know, you know what I mean, what you be doing, what you're doing, while I'm going through here and uh, chiming in. So, look. Yeah, the week's been beautiful. Yeah, it's been beautiful. Great weather. Finally, warm outside. Yep. And everybody can sit, begin to sit up and, and enjoy what's happening. Right? Yeah. Film review. And finally, the Avengers Endgame. Finally, Avengers Released Endgame. in the theaters. That's right, that's right. So let, let me tell you first, so that you uh, guys can know. Right. April 30th is the film review. The debut of the film review music review show and do we have a lineup for you lineup of great music lineup of great music right we're gonna go through some of the lists right here while i'm populating while people are trying to call me while i'm on boy i tell you that's something else okay so as we go here um let me tell you we have go through and tell you the list. We have J-Jig, Cicero, Rhyme Schemes, Preach J. Clark, Mike Bleas, Neighborhood Watch, Casey J. Poss, Dame Israel, uh, Master Belly from Africa. That's an import from Africa that sent in his music and we're going to be playing it. Then we have, now, let me tell you first how the film review music review show. Let me give you the uh, rules of engagement. Okay. Every video that's on there is not going to get a review because um, 
you're not gonna get a review because you know we'd be there for hours but we're gonna put the jamminest videos together right. so that independent artists can meet independent filmmakers and Hollywood right. movie makers so that their music can be put into these films that's our push that's our goal that's our purpose and that's what we do so look so all of those names I ran down to you you're gonna see their their videos now the next three names one group and two solo acts you're gonna be hearing their music and also you're gonna be hearing a review from yours truly so first up is AGYG is a twin and IC Jones Wolf Dotson gets a review for I Know and the uh, featured spotlight No Face Shadow Man we just review him all the way through his whole technique his music his his uh, concepts style, yeah. yeah his whole style everything you know so get ready for that that is April 30th and let me tell you why we do it right we are always a people here my wife and I that look to see people be seen right. or recognized and appreciated right. we've always done it we did it with the black ice chronicles and now we do it with the film review and now we do it with the film review music review show because it's april 30th right because it's a lot of great great music out there a lot of great music. a lot of great independent music out there that you may not necessarily hear about right we're able to filter through and and give you give you the best of the best the best of the best <laughs> that's right and what you're gonna find out from uh, watching it is uh, Crazy D has an ear. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he has an ear, and you know, we're just gonna make it happen. So as we go through, let me let me keep up populating here. Um, review is on, and we want you to stay in because you know we always have to do this. We always lead up into this, but then once we get into the robust right. conversation, well, you while know, you're doing it goes, that, okay, go ahead. I was wondering, have you guys heard about the with the Jeffersons reboot? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be coming on ABC. And then there's Sands. I uh, guess what? Jamie Foxx is supposed to be playing the part of George Jefferson. That's what I heard. And they said something about Wanda Sykes playing Wheezy Jefferson, which is kind of weird to me. Um, I agree with Wendy Williams. Uh, I don't know. I could see Wanda Sykes playing Florence. Because she would be like quick with the humor and really witty, but as as far as Wheezy, I don't think so. I think Wanda Sykes would definitely be, be a better Florence. Like Florence was also a, a star of a show. I mean, you know, she um, I don't know. I, I don't. Think, so she had a spinoff. Yeah. And all that. But I think I think she would be a better. Uh, I think they want her Florence. to stretch. I think they want her to stretch a little bit and not play the obvious. I wouldn't want her to play the obvious. I wouldn't want her to play Wheezy. Oh, okay. But Is there any reason why? But looking forward to seeing it, though. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good because uh, it's uh, Jimmy Kimmel and uh, 
the original creator, right. which I cannot think of his name right now. Um, yeah, you'll see. look that up. Right? I'll look it up because he's also, they're also going to do a reboot for, um, uh, what is it, uh, all in the family. All in the family. I thought this was all going to be the same all night. In, all the same night, yeah. and they were going to. It's going to be live TV. Yeah. So it's going to be like how, because if, if I remember, if, yeah, normally or that's it. If I remember correctly about the Jeffersons and mm-hmm. Maud, right, and uh, uh, and uh, all in the family, right. Uh, all in the family, you met George Jefferson through right. Wheezy. Right. But Wheezy was also on Maul, correct? Yeah, she was. She played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she played uh, the same uh, housekeeper. She, right. And then right. on uh you met her because George Jefferson and them had moved into the or moving out the neighborhood. I don't remember exactly how that went, but we know that their son Michael was friends with uh uh what, uh, Archie Bunker's son-in-law, Mike. Okay, Mike, right? Yeah, yeah Mike. And and so that's how you were introduced, and then you were introduced to uh, George Jefferson through there. But at the same time, you were through right. Wheezy. You know who would play make a good Wheezy oh. um, at the time? I think Tachina Arnold would have made a good Wheezy. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. The Wanda Sykes. Mm, well, you will see, because you know you can't. You can't uh, battle people who have had success. Norman Lear has had success in telling these stories. So yeah, something he saw in Wanda Sykes. The Sight. actress that they're having play um, Florence is, I'm going to look up her name again, but it's a Latina, Latina actress playing um, from the show, the One Day at a Time reboot that's on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's playing Florence. Uh-huh. And again, I agree with Wendy Williams that that wasn't a good fit because Wendy said Florence was a, a is a black character. But maybe they're looking at what the reality of today is, which is that uh, most of the people who are like you know what no don't mess work. with our reboots because they didn't mess with the uh, what is a Full House reboot. Right. Yeah, but who was going to? But be I mean, I'm just saying. House, well, what I'm bro. saying is, don't mess with the Jeffersons. Don't mess it's, with the Jeffersons. Right. And I mean, you know, just leave it as is. You know, if you're going to do a reboot, I want to, you know, don't do this whole maybe who's hot in Hollywood. Give us great talent. I don't know. I think they're just going with them. what's happening like, most of the time because. You know, you're you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If they had had a black domestic, the NAACP would have came out and asked them, why do you have this black domestic when most black people aren't doing domestic work anymore? That's just like becoming uh, more open. They're constantly showing the movie to help on uh, Lifetime and other channels over and over again. Yeah, that was a certain Spencer period of time. Davis's, well, you know what? The Jeffersons was a certain period of time. Uh, so, Rodney chimed in. What's going on, Rodney? Thanks Rodney. for watching. He says uh, Florence was black, and didn't she later go on right. a spinoff called Room Exactly Two Seven? Right, Rodney. I right? agree with Rodney hundred percent. Right, right. But, but that was then. This is now. Well, don't mess with our reboot. They don't bother anyone else's reboots. No one's going on. Full House Milk Toast. Well, who cares about Full House? Leave the Jeffersons reboot. Keep it 
the way Keep it should it be. Honest, huh? Right. Keep it the way it was. Right. Keep it back in 1970s, early 80s. That's and what Flor- you're saying. Florence is a black character. But that, I, I I believe that because Norman Lear always oh, pushed I don't care the racial issue, that. he feels that the banter okay, well, between that's the, case. the women now they're catching on to there's a little uh, rift or split between ADOS and okay, well, I tell uh, you what. Mexican, so that might get a little laugh, Hi, get, the, get the attention. Uh, What's going Shantae. on, Shantae? <laughs> but uh, no, what then? Then okay, so then. Well, make all in the family. He's making. Uh, well, you know, well, you know that George is going to be in there, and you know they'll probably have like a Sammy Davis Jr. character that kisses old boy on the cheek. All in the family. And, I'm trying to remember the hit, the the husband's name on the show. Archie Bunker. Okay, so Archie Bunker. Well, then they could have made Archie Bunker black team. If you're gonna toy well, around, well, they tried with, that. They tried that with Amos, and well, they tried you know a show like that. And that didn't quite They better not form, screw up right? the Good Times reboot if they do Good Times. <laughs> what, they going to make Thelma Asian? No, I don't think that the Asian woman would quite fit. And Florida's going to be white. And JJ is going to be... Uh, mixed Latino. <laughs> you know what? Just okay, don't mess okay. up. If you're not going to mess up any of the other shows, leave our reboots the way they should be. We're going to see what... Well, actually, I wonder what Marla Gibbs feel about this. She I can't mean, be wait, happy wait, wait, about wait, 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 Let me say this real quick. She might have a, a current role coming in as a different well, person. Well, really, they could have brought her back as far as. No, no, because <laughs> it's younger. I mean, I but, know, but, but just see. But, uh, now, here we go. This is a discussion that, you know, we need to have. You know, we, we're, we're going to be reviewing right. Endgame. Right. We already talked about April 30th, people. Right. The film review, music review show. We went through the names. We're going to run the names again as more people come in of the artists that have signed up to be on it. Right. Uh, and we're talking about uh, American gods right. and the theme in it about the black gods that right. are in it. And the uh, the finale happened. Yes. Or it's going to happen for you. We saw it early. But... Right. Um, we have to have this discussion because a lot of people talk about things being things being ours. Right. Film review yeah. is on, but it's the just Jeffersons. So, it's so much great, nor great, mauled, great black talent nor, out there. Nor good times. Right. Nor uh, uh, all in the family. Right. None of that mm-hmm. was actually. Ours. Well, you know, it's the characters. I mean, the the characters are there, but it's kind of like or Sanford like, like, like people they have better the, not screw up that like, like people have the debate here in Las Vegas about the Moulin Rouge. Okay. The, and they say that was ours, and that was our place to go and right. do things. Yeah, it was yours in a way, but it wasn't owned. Well, it was a and, place so that, for that's what it really is when it's ownership. Michael Evans, the actual Michael Evans did right. write right. the character of uh, JJ yeah. and all those and it was based on, loosely based on his life. Right. Right? But then there was a disagreement on how they were hey, going to go about it. Hey, what's going on, Shani? Thanks for chiming in. There was a disagreement on how they were going to go about good times and Somehow Mike was out, and you know who owns what is on the screen is the person who who they signed and wrote the check to, and the person who said copywritten by 
that's who owns it. Published by. That who who owns it. So unless he got some publishing Mm -hmm. and he got some uh, writer's credit as far as being on the dotted line, as far Mm -hmm. as being the writer, he really didn't get anything. So Mike Edmonds was out. And Norman Lear is in. So really... This is not Mike Evans. And Mike Evans, that was the son for... The original son was better. Oh, you're talking about between the two. On the Jeffersons, yeah. Lionel. The original song is Lionel, right? He's the one who actually wrote that's right, Mike Evans, with, right. Right, with mm-hmm. uh, Norman Lear. And he but went on to Lionel, the original Lionel. You like Lionel better than the more homogenized Lionel? The original Lionel. The, the, the other Lionel was more... Uh, Realistic. Palab- palatable? For, for them. Right, he was more straight-laced, clean-laced. Uh, Mike Evans looked... I guess like what they would say today, somebody had an afro, they would say he looks like a thug. It you was know more what? Realistic. And you know what thug means in uh in uh European American and Caucasian Caucasian language. That means N-word for those who didn't know. That's what thug means. You know, they took what bone and what what uh Tupac was talking about. And flipped it on his ear. You know how they used to, how we used to have a saying back in the late '80s, early '90s, where you say, "It's a black thing. You don't have to understand." They took that, say, "Yeah, we don't have to understand it. We're just gonna make you criminal. We're gonna make your skin criminal." You know, we were just in the store, you know, and I happened to see a brother. He was walking ahead. Right. He had his earbuds in, right. and he was doing. Um, we're going to get to your comments in a minute, Rodney, so stay tuned. I'm just yeah. populating, but I want to let you know that we're not ignoring it. We're going to get to all the comments. Um, we were in the store, and he had his earbuds in, and right. he was uh, doing a delivery service, picking up people's groceries to yeah. deliver, right? Right. And <clears throat> I noticed that it was a Asian-American woman. She was Asian-American. I just give that tag. And she kind of paused. She did the... She didn't have a purse, but she did the clinch, like like how the European American woman clinches the purse when she sees a black male. She kind of did the hesitation. Have you ever been on the store, people, as a black male, and and you're walking, you're minding your own business, and then you just notice ahead of you that the European American, the Caucasian, and now. Asians, because Asians have become honorary Caucasians, come to find out that they do the little pause, clinch the purse, even if the purse isn't there. So I, so I, um, she did I, that to him. He did that to him. So as he was getting his cart, I said, "Have you ever noticed that when you're walking as a black man?" You're walking, you're minding your own business, you're not even looking in the direction, but you can see peripheral. You always have to use your peripheral vision because it's such craziness going on, right? And uh, and you'll notice, so I was talking to him, I said, you'll notice that a person will, a person is not like you, will pause and hesitate and act as if you're some kind of threat. You know, like they're, like they're afraid of you. And he was like, yeah, I, I noticed that, and I noticed her do that at the time, but I just ignore it, right. right? And then I was like, yeah, but you know, it's hard to ignore it because the very people who are acting as if they're afraid of you, you're the one that's supposed to be really afraid of them. Hi, hey, Alfred. what's going on, Alfred? Thanks for chiming in. Um, 
you know, you're supposed to actually be actually more afraid of them, more in right. fear of them because they do things to you because right. you're supposed to be the uh, right. so uh, what, what's the word? Um, uh, you're supposed to be the perceived threat when actuality they are the threat because they're there to possibly do harm to you just because they have some kind of fictitious fear that they shouldn't they shouldn't have in the first place right it was interesting to see the interaction because here this man is like minding his own business and because we're behind them so we're able to see what's going on in front of us so to see the whole interaction and the way she she put her cart back and then when she turned it was almost like if it was a story he's minding his own own business doing his job it was just weird. I'm just, it was just. And so he just ignored it, but he said, "Yeah." But it's just. He said, "I, I said, get well, it all the time." I get it all the time. So I'm saying, "Well, good talking with you." You know, you <laughs> just have to see if your perceptions yeah. of what of what's going on. And out he there was saying is. that it was just weird too, because like we said, if you watch <laughs> anyone that watches the ID Network. <laughs> so remember how I referenced. You know who the killers are. Right, 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 right. If you watch ID, if you watch <laughs> Lifetime, uh, Lifetime, if you yeah, yeah, you know uh, True TV. If right. you watch all those things, and you watch the stories. I would right. advise people to start watching the stories. If you're black, don't just watch black films. Watch white films to see what they think about you and see what they do to each other and what they and what you they do with each other just like they do to you but anyway so remember how I referenced a few seconds ago that uh, you know you see this and you feel this and, and everything uh, how uh, we used to say it's a black thing you don't have to understand they took that and swung it on his ear and made it so they wouldn't understand it right and now they make it as some kind of perceived thing which is purposefully done because they seem to understand everything else they seem to understand the rap music they seem to uh understand that and want to party with that but they don't seem to um want to understand the people where it comes from right which is which this is a straight through line throughout the whole history here and we've talked about that how we were brought here for labor, and then once it was over, Thomas Jefferson said, we don't know what they could do with them, let's send them back. If not, we'll never be able to live, coexist together. And all we do is try to coexist, and all they do is try to find a way to kill you. And this is just the latest thing in trying to kill you is to make you seem like you're a person that is a danger. The Which then makes you mm-hmm. an endangered But the thing about it is, what's it's funny is, um, you're still populating. Yeah, I'm still populating. I'm uh, what's so funny is this guy was literally, like I said, he was minding his own business. He had this ear thing going. He had the name of the badge. We're not going to say the name of the company, but it was one of the delivery services. And he was getting ready to get the groceries. And the way this woman reacted to him, and he's like not paying attention to her, uh, minding his own business. Now, this same woman, had he, be, had he been somebody recognizable, like let's say uh, Jamie Foxx or Will Smith or something, this same woman would have been such the biggest groupie <laughs> in their faces. In their face. Groupifying them. Groupifying them. But meanwhile, she see him and she wants to grab her purse and 
I'm like, girl, nobody wasn't paying attention to you. You're not that important. Nobody's paying attention. <laughs> and have you ever noticed, like me, I'm in the store and I ignore. I look over. I say hello to my people, but I look over the other people. Have you ever noticed that they get upset if you look over them too? I mean, it's like a, it's like a real crazy situation for those who don't listen. If you if you are out here podcasting and you don't at least say something about race, then you must be wanting and really willing to want to be a coon and think that by not saying anything or not being troubled that somehow you're going to uh, be safe and that, that's that's farthest from the truth. So you might as well say what you need to say and say it clearly right. so that people will understand it and be like, yo, I, I get where, where they're coming from. I stand up so that Later in life, my generations that come after me don't have to sit down. You know what I'm talking it's about? Just, it was just crazy because this guy was minding his own business. And just to see, you can't, I mean, just everyday life, just minding your own business and just have to deal with uh, just speaking stupid how, racist stuff like that. Speaking how his story, right. before we get into our main review, we got off on this tangent. My wife brings these things up and then let's go, let's go, let's go. Because this guy okay, was listen. minding his own business. It was crazy. Listen, so, She'd be the same one. Out in the parking lot, uh, calling the police because he harassed her and he was minding his Same own business. It was crazy. Okay, so listen. We watched this. Uh, this uh, I guess it was a layover from or or, or from uh, Black History Month, correct? Right. Right. And it was about the man who was the subject of Harriet Beecher Stowe's Uncle Tom's Cabin. Oh yeah. Right. He pulled his name up real quick because we gonna. I, I gotta oh, get. I gotta make sure. It was that on people PBS know that. last night. It was night. on PBS and we watched it. And why did we watch it? It was more degradation, black degradation, uh, societal porn on black. Oh people. yeah, Let his great great granddaughter was. Yeah, on. his great great granddaughter. We're gonna talk about that. So look, this is the example of what I was saying about if you have a podcast and you don't at least speak on issues and you think that you know uh just being good or well dressed or any of that is okay, gonna see you is. through or what's his name? It was uh called Redeeming Uncle Tom Redeeming the Hosea Henson story. Okay oh Hosea if Henson If I could get those fifty six minutes back of my life I, I mean would. I mean I'm look, Hosea reclaiming the time reclaiming the time listen Hosea Williams in my opinion we can't. We cannot. They. They even they didn't didn't tell, tell story, it right, right because if it's correct, there no. is no redeeming him. And the Uncle Tom character was more, um, more worth telling. The Harriet Beecher Stowe fake character was more. It was based on him. Was more truthful than he was. Listen. So this is why I say that. If you're on podcast and you're not talking about issues, then you're really saying that you really want to be a coon and want to coon by ya and everything's going to be better. Here's this man. What's his name again? Um, Hosea Henson. Hosea Henson. Now, listen. He has an opportunity. We're not going to tell you because we want you to go see it. He oh, has yeah. an opportunity to free some people. Because uh, free, it, no, no, no. He became... Ranks. He became an overseer because 
he snitched on the other overseer that was stealing, which was a white man, probably an Irishman, right? And, and another thing about these documentaries, they, talk, they need to start telling you the the nationality of these people. They were Irish, original English who had come here during George Washington time. They already found us here, or so on, so on, so forth, right? They need to start telling you what these nationalities are and they're not just saying that the people were white, okay? They, they need to stop saying that because before there was white, there were there was color, okay? There were certain, there was nationalities and ethnic groups, right? They got their, got their weight up to be called white by doing certain things that would degradate and destroy black people. So anyway, he has the opportunity. Now, you know, the Mason-Dixon line is Kentucky and Cincinnati. Now, when you cross over into Cincinnati, you're crossed into Ohio, and Ohio was a free state, right? So he had taken, he, he was taking like 18 slaves from his one master's plantation to his master's brother's plantation because his master was losing it because he was poor and finding foreign financial skills and overextended, was a drunkard, gambled, lost a lot of his property, and he didn't want he was losing the land, but he didn't pay because he was gonna he was in debtor's prison, but he didn't want to lose his property, which were the slaves. So he had his uh dude, Hosea take it over, take him over there because he became the new overseer. So he took him over there, but he told Hosea that he was keeping his mother there. So his mother stayed, he took him across. Now they got to Cincinnati, Ohio, and he could have freed because the, there were free black people there. And they were like, what are you doing, man? I'm just putting it in regular terms. But this is basically what saying, what are you doing, man? You can just set all these people free and they can just head up as far as into Canada, head to Nova Scotia, Maybe, you know what I mean? What are you doing? He felt the urge, as he writes this in his writings, in his memoir, he felt the urge and to not be true. So he packed them up overnight and kept going to take them down to, back into the other side what, of- Mississippi, Louisiana? To Mississippi. That's right, Mississippi. Which were Mississippi. considered, well they were, they stated that they were the harshest state. The harshest state, right? On their so, slaves. Right, right. Harshest state. state. So he wanted to take them. So harsh. he took them, right? right? He took them to Missouri when he gets, then he stays and he gets there. Right. He uh, somehow finagles. He's working for himself. He's an agent for himself. He wants to go back and talk to his uh his uh, master because he was talking to some abolitionists that were down there and they told him well maybe you can go back and negotiate your freedom right so he went back but when he got back you know he found out that his mother had died nobody had told him that his mother had died so right then and there you should have known right that you know this was that this was crazy so he had negotiated with him and he had he had come up with a price for him like Seven hundred because he had two hundred and seventy five dollars. No, no, no. He went and sold everything. He sold his horse, sold his wagon, right. sold some jewelry he had or something, and he right. came back and he paid the guy three hundred. Right. So he still had no. He paid the guy three because it was like mm -hmm. seven fifty, and he still owed four fifty. So when he traveled back mm -hmm. to the, his master's uh, brother's plantation, right. 
he told him, well, you know, I can just work it off, right. and I, it's only 450 but he said no. Uh, he added another they zero. Added, they added another zero. Basically, he was paying 1000 mm -hmm. So every time that he would try to get free, right. he they would add another zero. Right. So he's trying to be an honest broker right. amongst people who are dishonest because and lying to Because people come up with him. the money that they asked for. But so, they would keep on So here's on. the money you asked for. Well, you know, we just added a zero behind that number. So it right. happened to him. So, so it would keep on going. So finally he was fed up and he took his wife because they were getting ready to sell them mm -hmm. into uh, even uh, uh, to a worse plantation they was going because uh, he had went back to his main master's plantation which was over in some place else I forget now and so his wife that he had hadn't been in the harshness because right. he had went back on another trip and saw how Devastating the people who he had, how devastating it was for the people who Louisiana, he had took back there, right. and how they were treated, being right. starved to death, going into the malaria swamps, right. uh, uh, catching things or right. getting things for the for the uh, plantation, and they were being starved to death. And he said that can't be for me. So he went up there and decided he was going to go to Canada. So when he got, if he finally got to Ohio, he got a person to uh, 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 one of those steamboat captains right. to uh, cross him over. He didn't know if he was going to be truthful or not, but he went back and got his wife right. and they went and got on this boat and they got off and they got off in Ohio and he went up into Canada. So then he wrote his story and then after that, he decided he felt so bad that right. he began to go back into the he south saved, what, and 118, 118 slaves right. but he had put more than that and kept more than that in the slavery by being a good negro so the story of rehabilitating uncle tom you can't rehabilitate that you can't really well, then, rehabilitate you know, like that I said, because it was white said, producers and it was right, their white but, view but, but it's so. their white view and was it like that? No, or I don't wasn't think it? so. What I'm saying? But if it was, well, we see people who are like that. No, but they said that the reason why he did not free when he had the opportunity, when he was in Kentucky, he had the opportunity to free the slaves who he was supposed to take to Louisiana and to Mississippi. He had the opportunity, but the reason why he didn't, they said, was because he was being loyal but the master kept his mother. Now, what I read from that was they kept his, they let his wife, his wife was with him, remember? But they kept his mother hostage. They kept his mother hostage. Bondage. Kept her in bondage, not hostage. Because she was property, so she would be in bondage. Well, she was a hostage. hostage. She was Because they wouldn't let her slavery. go. So they right. kept, they let his wife and children travel with him, but they made sure his, his mother stayed with them on the plantation in order for him to drop the slaves off right. in Mississippi and Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, but so their game plan was, but well, just no in excuse. case he think, uh, think about uh, running away and freeing those people, we just going to keep his mother here and keep him in line. And that's what that was about. Okay. But the way they told the story was, oh, he was being loyal to the master. That's the reason why he dropped the slaves off in Mississippi and Louisiana under those harsh conditions. And brought and went back to his slave master because he was so loyal to the slave master. No, but, it's but, because they held his mother but the main, there. But the main point he, is they that, knew but, he would torture his mother. But but the main point is that 
you know you're dealing with liars and cheaters. And so they are lying and cheating on you. And they didn't even let him know when his mother had died. And he was still loyal. After his mother had passed, he was still loyal. Let me tell you, the conversation is going crazy on the watch party. So if y'all not over on the watch party side, Shanine and Rodney are going to it. Right right here. Uh, Diane Sappho Cooks chimed in. She said, the subliminal suggestions are so strong, it is laughable. The looks, the moves. Right. So, uh, part of the problem or problem of the solution. Okay, Rodney Smith, he asked that. You better say something. I love you guys. Hey, Rodney. Right. So, look. The solution is, if you're not out there at least saying something in your podcast about what's happening, either way, like Tariq Nasheed will say on his thing, either way, they're going to get you. So you might as well stand up and stand for something. I can't stand up. I can't can't sit down for standing up. Because, you know, I have to stand up so the generations later don't have to sit down. We're going through some things, and either you're going to stand up because all you have to do is read his story, and you will know. Now, I'm not talking about just Hosea over here. I'm talking about his story. I'm talking about... Caucasian American story, right. his story. Right. If you read his story, you will see that they will not right. tell you the truth when right. they want to use you. Right. 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 And so that that's the aspect. So either way, right. get up, right. stand up, right. be about something, right. say your piece, right. mean what you say, say right. what you mean, mean what you say, right. put it across because just not saying anything and just cooning and, right. and thinking that. You know, it's going right. to be all right because you're a good person. They don't care about this. This is not what racism, white supremacy, right. eugenics, uh, and all that is about. It's not about that. It's about the fear mm-hmm. of a black planet. And if like, people mm-hmm. if people begin to have love and love one another, right. they won't see themselves anymore. So this is what it's about. And all you have to do is research, right. and you will see this is true. So stand up. Mm-hmm. Be about it. Right. Say something. Just like on Like It Is Radio, Franklin. Yeah. The issue, you know, he talks about what would be uncon- uh, what, uh, uncomfortable truths. You know, like what's happening uh, in the schools out here, the racism out here. He talked about it on his show, you know, multiple times. Right. So. Yeah, so, so you have to see. That's why I shoot Franklin's show. Yeah. Because Franklin brings through. Right. Truths, right. you know what I'm saying, and and, and there, it may seem so minute and little, right. but the truths that come through, like it is radio, right. that comes on on Fridays, right. uh, 10 p.m. to 11, right here right. on on Crazy Dion right. channel, right here right. on Facebook. When right. it comes on, it's telling those truths yeah. that get through that people don't like. Right. Did you hear? You know, speaking of. You know, standing up and not mm-hmm. cooning and being. We got. Did you did you see the article where Facebook was punishing right. black uh, profiles right. for speaking on racism? Right. Well, we did you that. did you hear that? Because yeah. I would always tell Franklin, I say, you know, they cut the signal. Like if this signal cuts people, that's because it, it's because yeah. they didn't want, and it cuts for about a minute, yeah. and then it'll come back in. They when you're that. speaking something, if you're right. not cooning, right. or, or, or or you're doing all kinds of other stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? World star type stuff. If you're not, that's doing, okay. Yeah, that'll go through. Right. But if you're kicking some knowledge, they will kill the signal for right. a while. 
and keep it and then bring it back because they're punishing you right. for speaking on injustice, right. speaking against injustice right. and telling people to stand up. So let, let's if see. If you don't see. speak about injustice that's happening to your people, nobody else will. Nobody else will because no, guess what people? No one cares. So you have to stand up and speak out. And if you're not knowledgeable about it, Shanine said exactly. If you're not knowledgeable about it, then get some books because, you know, we need to catch you. You don't have to. We, I used to have to use in the late 80s, early 90s when I was going to the library. I've told that story before. You can go back to other film reviews and check it out. We had to use the Dewey Decimal System. We had to use microfiche. We had to go through an actual paper magazine. Now you can just Google this. You just say the topic and it'll come right up on Google and you can research. And you can research right there and read. And if not, you know, there are people putting out DVDs so you don't, because most of the people, not, not necessarily, they're reading, but not as much. So there's DVDs that can fill you in on the knowledge that you need to know, right? Especially um, Tariq Nasheed's series, uh, Hidden, Hidden Colors. Colors right? Yeah, mm -hmm. excellent. Mm -hmm. Like when I watch him, I say, oh, I know that's true because I read that in a book, right? right? Now look, Rodney Smith says, MLK said, a man cannot ride your back unless it's bent true that's right stand up Rodney says uh Diane Sappho Cook says hello, hello. and then Shani no she was saying hello like hello like a saying well, you know right, people yeah. say hello she agrees yeah right 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 uh MS schools suck mostly white women as teachers oh Mississippi schools they just did it they just found a way okay you don't want to be segregated so what we're going to do is right. we're going to segregate the white kids right. and put them in private school, but we're right. gonna bring you young female white teachers right. who were probably trying to go for right. some kind of degree. But they said, well, let me just go get a teacher because I played around enough yeah. drinking and going yeah. to the alcoholic parties and all that. So right. you're, we're not segregated, but we're not teaching you anything. And right. we're saying that the black men, right. that black boys are, are predators. Right. Like Hillary Clinton said, way right. back, that's why she didn't get the nomination. Right. Um, and speaking of Shanine, yeah, because here's uh, Javon. You know, they say we need more males. You know, uh, black males in the school. Mm -hmm. Who's he's he's a teacher and with a degree from Ohio State. But what Mississippi does want Mississippi him teaching. You know what Mississippi wants? What they want more janitorial services. They want black. Oh, that's men. what they told them. You that's remember? why they want black men yeah. to be. You got you have a degree. Yeah. You have that bachelor's and you know what they told you? Like Farrakhan you said, that's a yeah. BS degree. Yeah. And, and and here here you go, here's the broom and the mop. Yeah. And go clean out this school. Yeah. You can be in the school. Right. But you're gonna be hi Mr. Janitor. Right. You know what I mean? Hi Mr. Custodian. You know, those are the roles that they have Which you is in. There's nothing wrong with like that. Like what year there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But if that's not what the yeah, your chosen his profession, his profession was, was teaching. teaching. And right. then, but this woman decides, she tells him um, he was best fit for, was it the dishes? What did he <laughs> Whatever he said. Shani? It was disgusting and, you know, racism ain't dead. So she it said just, in Mississippi, was, your Ohio State degree is nothing. It was just faking. But anyway, it was faking being gone away, but it's not. Because you cannot change people's hearts, right? Right. Um... Uh, Rodney Smith said, I saw it and had and have been 
put in FB jail for exposing exposing racist truths. You see, so everybody is experiencing this, and while everybody is on Facebook, did y'all get rid of y'all Black Planet accounts? Black Planet still exists. Hopefully, well, you still have your Black Planet. I do. Do y'all still have y'all MySpace? I remember when MySpace became unpopular. It was 08, and they kept, they because they were based out of Arizona, and they kept on pushing John McCain ass, John McCain ass. So I wrote on the MySpace, on my MySpace, I said, how come, and I even wrote them like, you know, suggestion letter. I wrote the same thing, just copied and pasted it. Mm -hmm. I said, how come we're not seeing anything about Barack Obama, mm -hmm. and all we're seeing is, about John McCain. And then when I researched, I found out they come from Arizona. So I added, just because you're in Arizona doesn't mean that you shouldn't, you should play favorites. All of them should have, it should be equal. So then they started putting it up, but it was too late and Facebook came along. But here we go. What you cannot trust are people who don't want to understand, right? So that's why I say, do you still have your black planet do you still have your MySpace? Because even though MySpace has turned into more of a music genre type thing, where you can learn about the new independent music, they probably flipped that way because Soldier Boy mm -hmm. used MySpace to jump, right? right? And so when he jumped off, then MySpace kind of recycled, then it was purchased. Yeah. You know, it was rumored it was purchased by a certain artist and you know, they're going, but anyway, do you still have your Black Planet? Because you should have that black planet and should be populating that and putting that stock price through the roof. You know what I mean? So, you know, just food for thought on that one. Um, unfortunately, now on my page, some black people are supporting racist narratives so much that the women it moved, that the white racists are sitting and watching. Okay, that's uh, Rodney Smith said that they're mm -hmm. just sitting and watching. Yeah, sometimes we do it to ourselves like Hosea. So yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily, you know. I read the Uncle Tom book, and I, and I understood it that he sacrificed yeah. so that the slaves he could steal the slaves away and get them away. But now that I know the real story about the man, well, you that know, that was you can't mostly, go by that PBS okay, okay, story. Okay, okay, okay. Well, his 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 grand his great granddaughter, which was this white woman with blonde hair, yeah, and but blue you, know, eyes. you know, so maybe, you don't even know she was his really kids felt better once they got into Ohio. In Canada, because Ohio was a, is a state where interracial marriage can take place. When his kids got older, they probably felt uh, that it was better to marry interracially. Who but knows? that documentary made him so, look really bad, so I don't really. And the producers, like I said, it was just like mm, it was. Oh, there's so. a new. Uh, so Rodney says he has one called Black Junction. Okay. Okay. So uh, subs there, and the black kids are amazed when they see him. Dishwasher. Okay. Uh, Javon subs there, and the black kids are amazed when they see him dishwashing. So for them, for so for the black kids to see a black dishwasher mm -hmm. in that position is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. That that means the Mississippi they have kept Mississippi. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm using this word as a retarded, it meaning a retarded meaning to slow down and not bring up to pace right. not retarded like a, a person that has a mental uh, ailment or something laughing out loud Tracy what have you said before uh, Shanine was laughing out loud okay 
So this is why people, you have to stand up. So there's one called Black Junction. Mm-hmm. One, one definitely called Black Planet. Yeah. And you know, MySpace, keep all of those, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then, you know, show Facebook that it can't do those type of things to you because believe it or not, people, like always, we are the ones that are pushing yeah. the dollar. Because the other people are so milk toast, right. and what they're talking about is so over the top that they can't get even get any ad dollar out of it. We are, if you didn't know it, all you gotta do is research. Facebook made it so that the entertainment was what you post, and that's how they sell ads on what you post. So if you're not willing to stand up, people, you know what I'm saying? Don't be the ones to try to get in the way and think that people are troublemakers. We talked about Amistad, which the story is not about us, but it tells a story where you can see a group of people who were ADOS, right. who are split because people, some people read the Bible and others were out there doing the work. And the ones that read the Bible didn't do the work would say oh you're just causing trouble when actuality the reason why they pushed through is the people who pushed through had faith but they read it differently and they pushed through so don't be the coon okay don't be the coon read the book whatever uh uh faith you have don't be the coon be about proactive because either way they're gonna get you i'd rather go out standing up than sitting down let me take a drink of water all right, people. So you see, faith without works. Faith is, dead. is without works is dead, and don't think just because you got faith that it's gonna pass through. Because you can't do it without working. All right, people. So now we finished talking about that. But again, I want to tell you about April thirtieth. April thirtieth is the debut for the film review music review show. We've got JJ Cicero. She's a female MC from Cleveland, Ohio. She's, good. she's doing her thing. I mean, she spits. She's been spitting since she was a she had another name back when we did Record Store Day. We still got that video up. Then we have Rhyme Schemes. He has this feeble wine on me. It's a the female is singing and he's flowing and they're out there and and, and they shot it in. Yeah. In uh, I don't know what it's shot, but it's it's in the nice island. Caribbean, so. nice Caribbean song. feel. Yeah. You're gonna love it. Yeah. This should definitely be in films. Yeah. Uh, uh, Preach J Clark. Right. He's a he's a gospel art gospel rapper. Yep. You know I, you know what? Because I believe in I come from like the Cleveland Renaissance type thing, which is I deal with all black experience. I don't separate it. It's all together. Yeah. So, you know, when you see this, you see, viewer discretion is advised. Right. But when you see it, I mix it all because it's all of our experiences. That's yeah. what I love about great stage is you see all of our experiences in a presentation. And I love that. Because it's so, nice. It's a nice combination nice of combination. R&B and like island reggae music along with you have... Uh, hip hop artists as well as mm-hmm. hip hop gospel artists. Yes, right. Nice. And you got and you got and you got the heart, mm-hmm. and you got the party, and it's all together. Then we got Mike Blees. Mm-hmm. He comes up. Neighborhood Watch, mm-hmm. definitely. So we got the 
We got the rah-rah. Right. We got the gospel. Yeah. We got the uh, pro-black. Right. You know, uh, conscious right. on there. KCJ. Right. Uh, Paz. Right. Excellent record. That go. That could be. All these records can be heard in movies. Uh, Dame Israel. He's got one called The Jungle. Two. Great record. The it's it's a uh, it's a uh, word video with images and it tells the story of what's happening out there uh, within the neighborhoods with black people. Uh, Master uh, Master Belly, mm -hmm. he's from Africa. Yeah. He, he came in. He submitted his, his music. His song is really nice. That's right, and his song is nice. And then all of these. So again, like I told you. Uh, the film review, music review show, every video will not be reviewed, but we are showing the top videos. Right. And over time, they will all be reviewed. But you know, we would be there for hours reviewing stuff. It wouldn't be entertaining. So we pop you with the videos and then we have, each show will have three different reviews on the show. And this particular debut, April 30th, we have OGYG, Is A Twin, and Icy Jones. Right. Uh, Wolf Dotson mm -hmm. is reviewed and No Face Shadow Man. Yep. He is a bunker tear for sure. Yeah. And you will enjoy his music. So right. April 30th and it's going global and we're going to tell you that uh, these are the places that you're going to be able to see it and then uh, closer to the date we're going to be dropping how you can see it globally. Africa, uh, Europe, America. Right. You know what I mean? And South you America. You learned about the Ghost Face Shadow Man from uh, Let's Go Entertainment. Yeah, Let's right? Go Entertainment. It was yep, an Shanti. event in San Diego. Yeah, Eddie. And yep. they had pictures. And I said, Who is this guy? Right. You know, you have to see, once you see his appearance. And so I looked right. it up and then uh, I, looked, I listened to the music and I said, Oh, he definitely has to be reviewed. And, you know, we've been corresponding and, you know, he's a cool guy. So anyway, this is where you're going to be able to see it over the yeah. internet. Lordlandfilms.com, YouTube, Vimeo. Also, we turned it into a mixtape version. Anybody remembers the Black Book Hip Hop that I did? It turned into mixtapes also. Uh, but it's going to be on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, MySpace, FB, Twitter, Instagram, all ISO devices, PlayStation, and Xbox. And we're going to talk about more about how you can see it global. Oh, shoot, I'm going to tell you now. Because you can see all of the episodes right. of the film review right now globally by going uh, to your Roku mm -hmm. or your smart TV right. and downloading the YouTube app. Right. Search the film review right. podcast right. or the film review Right on YouTube and it comes up and you're able to see it on 16 by, see it on your set, 32 inch, 50 inch set. You're able to see it and you see it in the crystal clear clarity that Crazy D brings. You can also do the same thing. You can go right to Vimeo, download the Vimeo app, right? Search then Lordland Films. Search Lordland Films and all the different Lordland Film selections come up, some are like the films, some right. of those are for pay and a lot of free material, complimentary right. material, and you're able to go through and watch right there on Vimeo and right. definitely see the crystal clear clarity that Crazy D brings. All right, so we, we talked about that. Now, the next thing that we're gonna talk about 
is American Gods. Okay. Now, the American Gods finale yeah. happened. Excellent show on Excellent stars. Excellent show, right? right? So, American Gods is about the protagonist, Shadow. Yep, Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon. And he runs into the antagonist, right. an, his antagonist, right. Odin, right. Uh, which, who is played by Ion McShane. Okay. Uh, Shadow Moon is played by... Uh, Ricky Whittle. Yeah, yeah. He's played by him. And so he's approached by him because he's when, when it opens up, you find uh, Shadow Moon in... He's incarcerated. But he's getting out, but some for some reason they're letting him out because his wife died. I, I, yeah. I don't understand. I don't season understand one, why. Right? Season one. We're talking season one to bring you up because if you haven't seen it, right. you have to see. Season one is incredible. Right. The mythos that they build, they right. go back and show you how the gods came back and what came about. And what we love about it is plenty of black gods in this piece. Right. And they roam and they talk and they stand with dignity. They have agency within this show. It's on stars, American gods, okay? So he's he's going home because his wife is dead. So obviously it has to do with something being pushed by the gods to have him get out for this reason, right? So you you find him coming home and at the same time you're introduced to the backstory. The backstory is told how they met, yada, yada, yada. Did we say Shadow Moon is a black character? Yeah, Shadow Moon is black. Black character, right? So, there, it's, that's how that's introduced. Right. And, so then they show you how his wife dies. Right. His wife ended up dying and she has some salami in well, her mouth. And I just say that, salami, and it got choked in her throat. And she was driving, and she got choked in her throat, and then that's what happened, right? So, fast forward to season two, right? right? Because we were looking forward to season two, and we have talked about American Gods season two before. The first three episodes, people, because, you know, it took a while for it to come out, because it came out in 17, didn't right. show in 18, right. but then it released because now they in changed, 2019. Right. They changed the showrunners. Right. So, right? Yeah. So the showrunners had a whole mythology right. laid out in this world right. of American gods, right. right? And telling how, starting from the feud, feudal right. gods, when the people were right. roaring, mo most of the time the gods came about because people need to pray to something to go to war. Right. Right. So they explain that to you. Then they, they show you the Egyptian god, yeah. right? Queen of Sheba. The Queen, Queen of Sheba. She but, is no joke. But in her, her, um, Bell Chris is her name, but this season they've been calling her Queen of Sheba, yeah. and she's Queen of Sheba. Let me tell you something. She's no in, joke. In, in, in the season, uh, viewer discretion is advised because she's swallowing one. season one because she's swallowing men whole through her vagina. We've told you that, right? That's how she she did it. And, and so it's it's amazing, and she was a strong character. But we also told you in season two, they started to make her weak. The first three episodes, she was a weak character, and none of the black gods seemed to have agency, right? But now, but now it starts starting in season like episode season. four. Right. Episode four is it's as if the show the new showrunners right. moved 
all of those scripts that they had wrote out the way and grabbed some, found some right. older scripts and tied it in because it got on track, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, because now the, she's powerful. Again. She's powerful, and the black gods that are. It, for, for one thing, and for anybody who's in theater and who is in film, who can really get a grasp of what I'm saying here, you know, those who are really in it, to see an actor or most black actors on film, that's at least 30 years of experience that you're seeing on film. So when they deliver, you are seeing top acting ability. They're not just thrown in there. They've had to maintain and look a certain way. They had to at least look 20 years younger. Because yeah. they've, they've got 30 years of experience. If they're yeah. 50, yeah. they've got to at least look like they're Because the 30. cast ama- is amazing. Like, you're talking about the scene between um, Orlando Jones, who plays Mr. Nance, and yeah. D. Moore Barnes, who plays Mr. Ibis. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, let, let me tell you something. Great. Orlando Jones as Mr. Nancy. Powerful. I don't know why Stars doesn't get any nominations. Stars, American Gods, at least at the NAACP, because of the of what they're saying. The if you can have uh, uh, something uh, uh, crazy rich Asians up there, right. you can have American, American Gods, Gods up yeah. there. Yeah. And, and, and hand out awards because yeah. they did recognize they did recognize um, right. Fifty Cent's show. Oh, Power! Power! They did recognize them. Finally, and yeah. and and so you know, forget the Academy Awards, NAACP, BET mm-hmm. Awards, mm-hmm. but Stars, American Gods, those actors have to begin to be recognized yeah. by their black peers on these shows. They're already recognized, no doubt, right. but to see. The way that they deliver yeah. this, Reed it is Whittle. incredible. Yeah, Orlando Jones is the consultant, also. Um, That's right. On American. Now, Island. when they first came back, they had Mr. Nancy seeming weak and playing more of the stereotypical pimp yeah, role. That, <laughs> that ended that episode squash, four. It was yeah. as if the script writing totally changed. Yeah, it was like they realized that they couldn't. Keep the mythos up, keep the legend up. Right. They just couldn't, and they just went back into a right. better direction, right? Right. Let's see what some people are saying real quick. Uh, uh, no washing, subbing. He was offered that job as dishwasher. Okay, he subs sometimes okay. there, and they see him do. Okay, I get it. I get it. I got it. So he subs as a teacher there, okay. and sometimes he's there mm-hmm. washing dishes as extra because they only letting him sub. Because it's Mississippi. And, you know, Uncle Tom's Cabin is on our reading club uh, reading list. We read Miseducation of the Negro first. Now we are reading Black Economics by Jerwanga Panjufu. That's how uh, Rodney Smith said that. Uh, Cleveland, uh, Masha Tomlinson said, Hello, you should see how to come on our network. We will be talking to you after this is over. Mm-hmm. Just come on CBS Channel 7. We will be talking to you as soon as this is over. Uh, uh, Diana Sappho Cook says, real talk. We will be Hi, talking Diana. to you as soon as this is over. All right. Cleveland uh, Zone. What's going on to uh, Dominique Alexander Hart? She chimed in. 
uh, joined hey, in. Okay, so look. I can't say enough about it. I, I got off on a tangent on talking about the black actors, okay? Excellent but acting. Acting. When, when you, like I said, when you see these people, it's 30 years. It's as if you're watching acting. them on stage. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. And, they, and they're bringing it, and, they're, and on top of that, they know about the close up from film. Right. And so they bring it. So the conversation between um, Mr. Nancy and uh, Mr. Nancy, Mr. Ibis and Mr. Ibis uh, and, and Queen of Sheba, Queen she was yeah. there. That's played by Tanad Badaki. Yeah, that's how she pronounced her name, even okay. though it's spelled different. With she, the Y, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She played Tanad Badaki. Badaki, yeah. Let me tell you something. Her as uh, Bell Chris and now Queen, Queen of Sheba. Of Sheba. It's Let me tell you something. It's amazing. Yes. Let me tell you something. In theater, yes. in art, and I know we've talked about art and the need or the necessity for our women in particular to mm -hmm. not be uptight about their body form mm -hmm. and to express it mm -hmm. and to put it across because it is the best form on the planet Earth. Okay? best body form on the planet earth emulated but could never be duplicated right she does things in this as in this series right. that if she was not a true actress mm -hmm. not a true actor mm -hmm. a tr true thespian that could get up and have confidence right. and strength and be able to deliver the lines and do what she does uh, disrobed. She does scenes where she is disrobed, but she comes across, man, and it leaves you, you don't even you don't even think about that, but it's part of the story. And I always see people in film, I see people in films and I say, huh, you know, that wouldn't happen like that. Right. That's, you know, so they're not gonna go for it. If, if you're, realistic. you have to know that as a, as a model, your body is the instrument used to model clothes. Right. It is nothing more. It's not sexual. Right. In acting, you being an actor, it is not sexual. The scene that you're in, right. it may be sexual in it, but it is not. But using your body as the instrument to tell the story is not a sexual thing. And people have to separate Okay, this was a movie, right. and now this is reality, and people, we have to come around and start to realize that. But when right. you're so good right. at what you do, people believe it. Yeah. So that's that's neither there, here nor there as far as people believing it outside and saying you're the same as you are as a character. That happens. That happened to Bruce Lee yeah. in China. So, you know, in Hong Kong. People so that's, tried to fight him they, in they real tried life. to fight him in real life. And they, uh, you know, unfortunately for them, he right. was a Kung Fu master. But that's, right. a, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. But I have to give it to her. Now, again, she is not an ADOS. She is, uh, she just got her citizenship uh, last year or a couple of years ago. I think I was watching a video on 17. So she must have got her citizenship at 16 mm -hmm. in America coming across but telling a story Great of job. ADOS, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and then we won't get into the politics of that because I just have to give the woman her props the, the way she great. delivered. Let's like, go through the cast. But yeah, Ian uh, McShane, who plays Mr. Wednesday, 
His acting is marvelous. That's right. he's, he's, he's also Odin, the god Odin, the god god of war. Right. And then uh, another favorite is Pablo Schreiber, who plays uh, Mad Sweeney, the leprechaun. Yeah, Sweeney. And, you know, Shriver, I wonder if he's related to Liv Shriver because they look alike. Mm-hmm. Um, Do they, Yeah, you Liv think? Shriver is, uh, what show is that on Showtime? Um uh, you know, he's like the male version of um, uh, Olivia Pope. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, they, they cut the signal real quick, but they brought us back. Yeah. But that's good. So they, they yeah. said that we missed before. Okay, what else? Who else? Um, Who else? Oh, I like Bruce Langley. He plays, he's so irritating. He plays the part so well as the technical boy, the, the god of... Uh, Media, social media. Yeah, yeah. Tech. He plays. He is. He, he is plays so a media irritating. And and the reason why the gods were so flushed out is because a lot of the anti-black racism happening is happening in on the internet. Right. And he, he is a stone cold racist, cold hearted bigot yeah. as this particular god of technology. Who else yeah. do we have? Um, oh, the person I was talking about earlier, that's Ray Donovan. Liv Schreiber plays Ray Donovan. So, but on the show, um, it disappears. The uh, Pablo Schreiber plays Sweeney and they... Yeah, uh, Sweeney, yeah. The acting is top notch. So act- I wonder the, if they're related. The, the, but, the, um, the connection between his character of Sweeney with Shadow Moon Oh, and that Shadow was that Moon, scene. Yeah, yeah. Shadow Moon's uh, wife, his Played by Emily Browning. Right. You know. Dead wife. Yeah, she's a dead wife because, you know, she had a salami in her throat. And when you watch season Played one, Laura you'll Moon. see what I'm talking about. They were driving and then she wound up with a well, whole salami. So, Laura Moon, and, uh, <laughs> who is Shadow's uh, wife, uh-huh. uh, Emily Browning. Her acting is good too. I mean, because she irritates you. So you know the acting is great when you're like seriously irritated by the cast. So season, unlikable. See, season two was strange. It was like the new showrunners right. changed the script because Sweeney's character right. had got kind of sweet on Laura Moon. Right. Uh, and when this and and, and uh, Shadow Moon was right. distancing himself right. from her. And all of this is supposed to be just in a week's time, even though it took over a year for it to come back, right? right? Uh, so, on American Gods in season three, opening up, right. it's the opposite then. Season two. It's season two, opening up. Looking it's the forward opposite. to season three. Right. Yeah. Sweeney, all of a sudden, was in disdain and and oh, and then uh, Shadow Moon, Moon seemed to be puppy dog it's eyes, crazy. but it's that one. Well, he said, right? "Don't call him puppy anymore." Don't okay, call him puppy so, anymore. So, um, also starring is Crispin Glover plays Mr. World, um, mm-hmm. Omad Opta, and uh, Musa Karash. So it's a great, great, great uh, cast, American guys. So definitely catch up. And when season three begins, you want to watch it. It's really good. The yeah. more Barnes who plays the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. Who sews up the body? They're in this sound in in this town, mm-hmm. um, and he's the Undertaker. He's yeah. also a god. As Ibis. I researched it, yeah. I found out. No, he he goes by. Um, well, they call him Mr. Ibis on this. Well, side they call him Mr. Ibis, but the god name is. Oh yeah, his Thoth. god name. Okay. Thoth. Yeah, because right? each god. one of them have a, two different names, names right? right? Right. So he's Thoth. Right. And he's the god and. So he's gonna open up more now. In season one, he had a partner, 
right. which they're not showing anymore. And their dialogue, because he would be the narrator of the story in many of the episodes. Right. And then Orlando Brown, I mean, Orlando uh, Anderson would be the narrator in the others. And so it was really good. So did we go through everybody? Yep. Oh, Michael and um, Brian were the showrunners in the first season. We're going to say that. So the show, the second season opens up confused. And you're sitting there like, what's going on? But I'm then, glad we hung in there. And we hung in there and we told you about it. By, by the fourth episode yeah. through the eighth it episode, takes it takes off. So you got five episodes. You could forget, well, to get the story, you would have to watch the first season. But you could ignore those three episodes from season two and just yeah, roll but you watch it. four We hung in there because we said it's got to get better. It's got, it's got to get, get better. And it did. And it did. And, and it's an incredible piece. Right. And so this season right. of American God, season two, we already said season one was a 10, right. 10, 10, 10, for many different reasons. Right. What would you give uh, American God season two? Okay, so because it opened up the way it did, like it took off from four until uh, it ended the season finale, I would have to give it a 10 because it like really opened up and I'm not going to tell it, but what was revealed in the season finale. Hey, Jess Flo. Hey, what's going on, Jess Flo? What Thanks was for revealed in. in the season finale is amazing and it's what we thought already. So we're I'm not going to tell it so you can see it, but what was revealed is what you kind of have a feeling about as far as Shadow Moon, the star of the Yes, show. yes. Shadow Moon arcs at the yeah. end if episode 8 right. Shadow Moon he has begun arcs. the arc yeah. of the story yeah. let's go let's go and back to the I love his character he's a black uh character strong character strong uh, character yeah. the first 3 episodes of season 2 he was soft but he I was, was like kind, this is the same though. guy he was kind he was he was like totally believing kindness. everything that Odin was telling him Mr. Yeah. Wednesday well, was telling him, I was like, looked, that wasn't the guy well, at the end at of the season. He looked at him like season. a father figure. Yeah, he looked at him as a father figure. So so look for that. I don't know how that happened, but, you know, <laughs> look for it. But he has arced and he has found himself. And yes. you know who saves him? The female God. And that, you got to watch it. You got to see the it. The black guys, see. they the have his back. The black guys have his back. They have his because back. Because they'll be talking right. and letting him hear their conversation because they know he's there. Listen, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So let's go back to... Uh, he's the, like uh, the, the baby... Well, I don't want to say Let's go back to the watch it, party. Okay. Let's go back to the watch party. Um, Dana Sofal said, real talk. She also said, true actors are always naked. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's the truth. I'll say that. Cleveland. That's right. Cleveland's in the house. <laughs> um, they are shady with that signal. You are right, Shanine. They yeah. are shady yeah. with the signal. All right. So my rating on season two, it's get? a 10. It's got to It's end. a 10. Listen, the black actors alone. Amazing. Listen, listen. Like I told you, this is what I'm going to tell you. I, I have to say this. Because they have to be in the game so long before right. recognition has always been there. Right. Scatman Crothers, right. Nipsey Russell. Right. Nipsey Russell looked, Nipsey Russell was way back in the 30s and he looked yeah. the same when he did all the so, way uh, through is, the he 70s great. and yeah. the 80s. You know, did he kind of retired in the 90s, but he looked yeah. the same as he did in the 19, late 30s. Yeah. And I'm sitting up here like, that's Nipsey Russell? Yeah, 
Yeah. And you understand that? So yeah. just being able to last that long, people who were on the Chitlin circuit, Moms Mabley, right. uh, all the people, Nat King Cole. Right. You know what I mean? If he hadn't died at 45 from yeah. lung cancer, he just would have been, uh, he's yeah. already great, right. but he was just would have came through the ages. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't crack, you know what I'm saying, yeah. through all the different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, so just the acting alone and knowing the history of black actors in America, right. you're seeing 30 years of experience right. of one person, 30 years, that's 60 years of experience between two people on the stage yeah. and then the person who's the newer person, yeah. the uh, uh, Badaki woman, she's mm-hmm. newer to the right. game. She's She's... Yeah. Polished though, yeah. she's been in it for at least in that twenty scene, years, with right? The three of them, right? Yeah. So she's been Powerful. at least twenty. So you're looking yeah. at at least yeah. you're looking at at least eighty years of experience between the three yeah. people acting on the screen. That's a ten. Yeah. Whenever it just hypes up, the yeah. acting just elevates it every did. time you get every time they're on the screen. Yeah, it elevates on American guys. That's a ten. Yeah, the the. Use of lighting, yeah, to set the scene. It's not very. It's very much. It's it's not that much touch, touching after a post touching that they're doing right. in it because they're using the budget to make sure that they can shoot it and what they get on digital yeah. is what is the finished product, yeah. right? They might put a little grain on it for certain scenes to yeah. do something different or or give it black and white. Uh, effect, right. but other than that, or sapphire effect, mm-hmm. but other than that, the lighting excellent, the use of angles, yeah. the scenes in the in the mortuary yeah. chapel. Oh yeah, where yeah. the fem- where um, Queen of Sheba yeah. is giving a eulogy. It oh, appears, yeah. but then actually there's. But there's no casket there, and she's really giving a sermon. Right. So she opens up in the Christian doctrine in the yeah. sermon, but then goes to Psalms and picks out one of Solomon's more sensual Psalms. And the people, the males and the females in there, are in. You just have to see it. Yeah. That's a 10. Yeah. It's a 10. Yeah. The acting with the uh, European American actors, yeah. the storyline after you get past episode 3, yeah. beautifully done. Yeah. The, 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 there's no miss in story beat whatsoever. Everything connects. The connectivity is yeah. there. The angst is there. Yeah. The, you look at you, you look at the screen and say, "What are you doing that for?" I mean, it's all there. It pulls you in. You're yeah. sitting there watching on a 50 inch screen. That's all I have to say. Especially episode eight. If you're into everything that we've told you, get a 50 inch screen and watch that. Matter of fact, they should put they should take the the first second season and take it to the theater and let people see it on the big screen. Okay, so that's a ten. So. Uh, American, American Guy Season 2 is a 10. Definitely start with Season 1. It's a 10 all the way through. Yeah. Uh, season season 2, right. the first three episodes, ah, right. but 4 through 8, right. compensate and turn it into a 10. Right. It just elevates after that, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, so that is, thank you, this is so on point. Thank you, Diana Sawful Cooks. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so now. Do you have the shy on there? Oh, I don't, but let's talk about oh, it. Oh. Okay, so the thanks. shy right. is in season two. Yep. And that's showing on uh, Showtime? Yep. Showtime, yep. right? Yep, Showtime. Okay, so if you don't have Showtime, you can go to Netflix to see season one. Yeah. Because season one of the shy is up there Excellent. now. Season two opens, and somehow... The shooter right. is gonna find his way out of jail. Did you can you believe that? And the one one character says, all these people right. who are actually doing crimes that you can't arrest, you get the person who actually did it and they confess, but they somehow getting out. Uh beautifully done. Like I said yeah. before, the black acting on the screen. It's when you get these people, when you get the people together, there's a female lawyer. Right. Well, first defense. of all, we have to say the creator of the show okay, is Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe. And she That's does right. an excellent job. She does ahead. an excellent job. See, in, in most of the 90s films, it was sensationalized, right? Right. Speaking of 90s films, John Singleton going uh, being placed into a coma after having a full-blown stroke yeah. all i know is Sharon, a lot to him and his family all i know is Sharon in 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 uh in uh israel right. he had a full-blown blown out stroke they said it blew out his back anybody right. who knows about strokes it blows out everything he went in and i said he's gonna come walking out of there they kept it quiet but in the end he was doing children's videos that you can see on YouTube where he was doing things for the children talking clearly and everything and I said that's the type of medicine I want so I'm thinking that they put him into the coma because they put people in the coma so that the what happened will not deteriorate the rest of the body so they can probably bring the person back what's the word for that when they re rehabilitate they can try to rehabilitate the person right but him going to full blown Stroke and then being placed in a coma and then all the drama starting between family members. That's a shame, but that's not what yeah. we're talking about. We're, we're hoping and we're praying yeah. that he will have a full recovery because if they could do that with Sharon, he had the full blown. Yeah. They can do it with him and he can come back yeah. and be productive and come back again because John Singleton's movies set the pace yeah. and brought a uh, Experience. Yeah, because he introduced us to Ice Cube, and then look at Ice Cube's film catalog. I mean, as well as a creator and a director, and you know, so look, look, Morris Chestnut, Morris Chestnut, one film and television. Cuba Gooding, Cuba Gooding, uh, Regina King, Regina King. So I, I mean, all, and then they've gone on to do things they, where they helped along, and yeah. brought people along. Ange- you know what I mean? uh, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett. Um, uh, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Right. Look at yeah. him now. Films and yeah. Blackish. Yeah. yeah. Playing the father. Executive producer. You see, you, you see, you see where we're going here, yeah. right? And they, they're jump started. Like Lawrence Fishburne was in Platoon. Right. As uh, underage, but he played. Who's that? Was that uh, Platoon? Is it Coppola? Who's film? I'm not sure, but I know that what's his name, um, Sheen, uh, the father, was in there. Right was yeah. the, uh, was the star of that film, but look at that. But he look what jumpstart their career was. Black people always stay with black people. Always bet on and stay with black. So anyway, listen. 
movie. So back, you, you'll find it. So yeah. back to uh, 90s movies. There was a slight glorification, or it wasn't meant to be a glorification, but um, it wasn't meant to be a glorification, but it was just telling apocalypse. the part. Uh, oh, it was. Lord apocalypse. Spence Byrne was in the apocalypse. Apocalypse Now, right? Yeah. That's what, yeah, uh-huh. So, it wasn't it wasn't to actually glorify, but it was just bringing the truth of what was happening. And when you watch documentaries and you see how people felt who were ignored. Right. Right? And you see uh, people, uh, the people who were acting, they talk about in the film when they came out of the theater... And they would be standing there, and the hardest gangsters would be like, "I didn't think anyone cared," and they would be shedding tears. I didn't, I didn't think anyone cared. I didn't think that anybody wanted to hear my voice. And it's just like what Ice Cube said: John Singleton had his pulse. Yeah. He had his hands on the pulse of what people in the hood yeah. in L.A. at that time were thinking about their existence. That no one cared. Who cared? And really, when I say when I say who cared, who cares about what they really thought about what they thought was happening on the screen? Right. The people who got it, who were European Americans, got it, and the global community who got it, who were Europeans, they got it. Right. But for the rest, who just thought of it as, hey, what's hey, going Jason. on, Jason Hicks? Thanks for chiming in. Uh, me and Jason used to work in finance together. Oh, we used okay. to push carts mm-hmm. back in the. Uh, okay. 80s, yeah, yeah, but anyway, so you know, cruel and demeaning toilet bowl cleaning, but anyway, listen. <laughs> so, um, who cares about what they think? Yeah, so, so I mean, because ultimately, yeah, what they think is one thing, so yeah. who cares? The so, good thing it's, is, it's a black thing, right? You still don't have to understand what, yeah. Well, one thing about John Singleton is he is known for including the community in his projects. So just like in um, in the film Boys in the Hood, um, he included actors from the neighborhood, and also like in Baby Boy, he included uh, some of the gangs as well as other members from the community were a part of the uh, film Baby Boy, and um, so our prayers definitely go out to John Singleton and his family, and praying for a speedy recovery. Um, Diana Safo Cook says. Induced coma does relieve stress on the body. That's good. Uh, Tierra King joined in. Hey, Tierra. What's, what's going on? Uh, she's on the and she's uh, clapping and smiling. Um, and uh, she's on the uh, watch party. We have the watch party going on. Hey, Tierra. And then um, uh, Dana Safo Cook says, "So proud of Ice T and Ice Cube's transformation into acting." And then Shanine said, replied down uh, to uh, Diana, and she said, didn't know that. And then they all give me hope at 65. Yeah. Diana Southwold cooks. That's right, yeah. because it's not about it's not about when you get in, right. but when it's time for you to get in, that right. you're ready. And that's that's what it is. Who yeah. told that story about being uh I think it was um, John Witherspoon. Okay. He had been trying for a long time. He got it. Oh, yeah, he did say and that. And when he, he got it, he into, came in and he got it. He got into yeah. late. Didn't he say like he, he was, was in there. his 50s? Yeah, he was in his 50s when he got in. You know what I mean? So, but Because yeah. he had been with Richard Pryor in there. Right. But that, that show had folded because Rich said that he didn't, he couldn't have much time. Didn't have, couldn't do it. Yeah. 
And that's what Paul Mooney said. So. Oh, Tierra's online. And yep, happy belated birthday. Yesterday was Tristan and Taylor's birthday. That's right. That's right. So we want to say happy birthday to them. So speaking on on that and saying that and talking about movies yep. and going to the 90s movies and coming back to... What's the movie we were talking about now? We were talking about The Shy. The Shy. Talking about The Shy. Let's just the Her, cast real okay, fast. Okay, let, 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 let me finish the point there. Because okay. we had got okay. off on a tangent. I got to reel it back in sometimes. Okay. Can you reel it back in? Yeah. But I got to really talk about the purpose and hoping that John Singleton yeah. and, and praying that John Singleton has a full recovery. Yeah. So now the difference, John Singleton's era right. and the Hughes brothers and right. the Butlin brothers, yeah. their era... Then it shut down for a while and Hollywood said, we don't want no more of that black stuff. They do that. They did in the 70s. They came back a little bit in the 80s, shut it down, and they came back in the 90s, shut it down. Right. This time, there's independent people right. who can keep things going now, and so we go. So that era mm-hmm. brought brings to us this era where a woman in Chicago, mm-hmm. she brings a different sensibility. Right. To Brick City, yeah. To the Brick City, she's showing you not only the the horrors right. of inner city life, but she's di- dissecting and showing you why the yeah. person does what they do. Yeah. Shows them as fully crafted and fully developed human beings within the script and and she's showing you why they do what they do whereas John Singleton and them may not have had the luxury Mm -hmm. to show you they can only show you here's some here are the good people who are trying to warn the people who are doing wrong right right that's all they can show you but here they show you that there's shades of gray yeah. in this black and white and that's what I love about the shy yeah. is there are fully de- uh, fully yeah. developed uh, characters yeah. on the page yeah. that the actor can breathe life into yeah. so let's go through the cast real quick um, the cast uh, starring Jason Mitchell um, Antari Goombay um, Jacob Lattimore Alex Hibbett Yolanda Ross Shaman Brown Jr., which is one of my favorites, the uh, the kid who uh, is it Big Papa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Papa is Papa, a real great character. Great character. He's um, wise beyond his years. He's so young, but so wise. Um, Michael Epps, um, Tiffany Boone, um, Armando Resco, Barton Fitzpatrick, um, David Allison Anderson, David Allen Anderson. Uh, Cedric Young, Bugandi Baker, um, and so on and yeah. so on because it's yeah. an ensemble cast yeah. and people are in and out. Yeah. Some are but we named all of the main, but characters. the main character. So the yeah. shy is set in modern times, yes. and it's really it, it's it's multiple storylines, but it really sets around a young man who has uh, a fever for the flavor to cook. He wants to be a five-star chef. Right. And this is his dilemma ensues. Oh, not to cut you off. I can't forget uh, AJ Carr, the, okay. the kid on the show. He's like the star. To okay, AJ also. Carr. He's the one at the end of Panther. Yeah, him. Which I have a theory about exactly. Panther because yeah. we're not going to see Panther again until 2021, people. Yeah. 2021. Uh, 
Chadwick Bozeman has a six-year deal, a six-year contract with them. So that means that this is going into at least it takes every two, three years for a film yes. come. This could be going into 2029, 20, nice. 2030, which then leads to his sister, because the sister in the right. comic books, this is no spoiler, people read comic books. Right. The sister takes on the. Um, sure yeah, yeah, takes on the Black Panther for a while. Okay. But it gives enough time for a young man from. Uh, from Oakland, okay. Oh, okay. which is this guy, right. to actually come in and, and actually become Black Panther. That's you see true. what I'm saying? Yeah. It being that character, yeah. right? Yeah. Who yeah. said, "Who are you?" Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? you're landing in this That's spaceship. Nice. Yeah. Where? Who are you? Right. You know, what I'm saying. I'm that, Black he Panther. landed. Was that the best? Basketball court. Yeah, yeah, he landed around the basketball court with his ship. He said, "Who are you?" He was just calm. He was yeah, like, yeah, we've seen spaceships before. No said, big deal. Who you're are a black you? Man you're a black man coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, usually they be sucking them up and doing all kinds of probes. You know, that's you don't the, look like a great alien that's the that European, they show on television. Yeah, that's the European American version of yeah. our version. Is you know, we we know the black people in the cosmos. He said, "You look like a man of distinction." Thank, thanks, George Clinton and the P Funk, P Funk. Uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. Let's Parliament. See. Uh, Diana said, I'm not a medical professional. Yeah, but you know, that's what we hear yeah. about inducing a coma when a yeah. person has a, yeah, a full-blown stroke. And then Shanine gave uh, prayer hands yeah. uh, for John Singleton. Okay, so it opens up. So he wants to be a chef and a five-star chef. And he's, he's went to culinary school, all yeah. that. But something happens, and his brother is murdered, yeah. and it turns his world yeah. topsy-turvy, and then all the rest of the supporting cast, yeah. which is an ensemble cast, right. but it's really wrapped around him right. and his love interest. So right. he's, and everything that falls after that, then it's secondary characters right. and third characters that come in and tell this story. But it's all, it's really about him. Yeah. So the first season was a ten. Yeah. We didn't we weren't doing this at the time when that came out. Well we talked about it. We talked about it since it then, but yeah, it's a good show. But that's a ten. Yeah. And now we're on like what the fourth episode of the second is season? This the, yeah, this fourth, is the fourth, fourth episode, episode of the second season. Um it's a ten, people. Yeah. And you wanna see great acting and seeing the next we were talking when we first started this, we were talking about seeing the next generation of people coming up and acting in a film like how A Soldier Story oh, introduced Denzel Washington and all the... And uh, Harlem Knights also. Harlem Knights introduced that and it was the old guard, the old guard yeah. passing the baton, right. still relevant, right. still making it happen. Right. And it was the young guard that was bringing them right. to still be relevant, but also passing the baton at the same time. Yeah. Same thing with The Soldier Story. Uh, a soldier story. If right. you haven't seen that, that's where you first see Denzel right. in his, you know, transform from being a straight-laced person right. to having resentment to being a, a villainous in the right. end. You see that, so that, that, that's well done. Right. A Glory is another film, right. not not a black production, yeah. but introducing a lot right. of black actors yeah. into it. And that's so, like one of my favorite Denzel films. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, Glory. but 
we were just talking about that. I think that was like the second episode. Harlem of the film Nights. Review. I mean, I'm well, a, yeah, we said Harlem, yeah. but uh, Hoodlum. Hoodlum. Hoodlum, yes, yeah, most nice definitely. Cast Beautifully ensemble. done. Bill Duke. Yeah. Bill Duke. Yeah. I mean, car, the original the car, car wash. Great ensemble. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah. there's Antonio so many, Vargas. There's so many. Uh, Antonio Vargas opening yeah. up. And t- Matter of fact, when he was presented at Franklin's Kimmin in the Desert, yeah. they talked about his film and how he opened up because yeah. he said he had a brother mm-hmm. that was a uh, 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 homosexual, mm-hmm. LGBTQ. Right. Right? Right. And how that was really the way that they painted Mm-hmm. In the in the news and in the media, that black people are intolerant, mm-hmm. but we have always been it's not tolerant, true, right? right? And so, for him to bring that character to life, right. that was groundbreaking back then in the seventies right. to bring it, right. and all the ensemble cast, Bill Duke playing the Muslim character who was vehemently against it, yeah, and then how, and then. Guy from Hogan's Heroes. Right. Oh yeah. He, I didn't know. I, I really yeah. didn't know until I researched it that he was the the radio man from Hogan's Heroes, mm-hmm. and he played the head, the guy that the um, basically the guy, the overseer. I would say. Right. He he, the the boss trusted him. Oh right? yeah. And I can't With think of his name right well, now, but he, but he, now. right, but to see how. People still stay ready yeah. to pull it off. Scott I, Man yeah. Crothers. Ivan Dixon. Ivan Dixon. Holy able zero. to sure. pull it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and to see him, I said, I didn't realize it, but it was him. So I'm just saying, it's it's amazing yeah, to see this. Yeah, cast was amazing. It, it was, was a amazing. nice ensemble cast. You run that cast Because like quick. Richard Pryor, Bill Duke, George Carlin, Ivan Dixon from Hogan's Hero, Franklin A.J., um, Antonio Vargas, the Pointer Sisters, Tracy Reed, Danny DeVito, uh, yeah, Garrett Morris. Garrett, Mor- yeah, Morgan. You Morgan. know, yeah, it is Morgan, but they're saying yeah, they Morris. Got more, they say Garrett, yeah, Mor- Garrett Morgan. They don't even know how to spell his name right on IMDb. Come on, <laughs> Garrett Morgan. But yeah, it was an amazing cast. No, I'm at Garrett Morris. I'm at Garrett Morgan. Am I getting a gas mask? Garrett Morris. Yeah, yeah. Garrett Morris. You're thinking about the gas, gas mask. mask. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're, we're, we're mixing up. <laughs> you were mixing up time periods and history. Our right. history. Our right. story. But anyway, look. So, to see the shy and see... Not the, to cut you off, but now that they're showing us the bingo... Uh, the bingo long traveling all-star. That film had an ensemble, too. With Billy did. Dee Williams, Richard Pryor, and uh, Earl... Uh, yeah, we're gonna go James, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, who yeah. played in the Great White Hope. Right. The story so that was of Jack great Johnson. I cast. mean, so there are so many, so many films to see. Yeah. And you could just put these films in order and you can right. catch up, people. Right. Like the kids, like like they say the kids don't like to read, but they do like to read. They like yeah. to read what they like to read. Right. Right? right. But when you put them in front of a film. Yeah. And they see a dance in a film. I saw this film with the guy who played uh, Biggie Smalls and Let's Do It Again. Oh, yeah. It's and it's, it's a film from the early, late 60s, early 70s, and it's based in England. Oh. And, and, and it was based in England, and the women had on their leather, and the woman started booty whopping. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
So there's nothing new under the sun, people. So it's so many movies that you can sit children in front of the youth and they will sit there and say, wow, wow, wow. And they will be able to get something from it. The history, we put our history on celluloid ever since uh, uh, Oscar Michelle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We've been putting it on there ever since then. So there are stories from Oscar and show that you will see. Even in black and white silent, you'll sit there and be like, wow. Right? right. And so there's a whole through line. You know what I'm saying? You get to hear the story in Oscar and show when Booker T, W.E.B. Du Bois, and Marcus Garvey were alive. Right. And he favored Booker T. Washington more. And you see that in his films. Right. And you say... This is actually during the time when the man was alive. Right. You understand? So we have a rich history of of struggle to right. make sure that it's put down on film. Right. And that's what you do it for. That's what you really do it for. Like when I do the Black Ice Chronicles, I do it so the actors can be seen, heard, recognized, appreciated. But years later, they will go through and see what we were going through. Yeah. And what the topics were. So there's many movies to tell. So back to the shot. Because right. we went off on a tangent again. Let's reel it back in. But the shy, to yeah. see the seasoned actors and the right. new actors coming up and the actors in right. the middle. Yeah. It's beautiful. And we had yeah. been talking about that in the episode two of the Black yeah. Eye, uh, of the film review about, you know, seeing something like that where you would mm-hmm. see. Uh, and here it is right there on Showtime. Yeah. And other shows. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Where you're seeing the actors do what they do. Um, American Gods. Yeah. That's a mixture of new actors coming That's in. That's true. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah, they, Ricky Whittle. But when we say new, they've been seasoned in the game at least 15 to 20 years. Yeah. The other ones have 30 years, maybe 40 years experience. Right. right. You know what I mean? So, uh, so, so what's new is really not new. Right. Let's see. Um, uh, Shanine corrected and said Morris. Oh, okay, so they were right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Rodney Smith Dixon was his last name. Okay. Yeah, right. right. Yes. Yep. Thank you. That's right. Uh, Antonio Fargus also did Everybody Hates Chris. He did. Oh, you see sure how? Yep. You see how yep. it, it, it keeps on. Chris Rock. Keeps on keeping. Morris uh, Car Wash is my cult. Film. That's right. Every time Car yeah. Wars comes on, plus you, you can have to see, watch it. Everything. Plus, I believe because you right. know I wasn't there at the time, but it's two times. It's two films that I know of right now where you can see uh, Fat Burger. Mm-hmm. One of them is in Car Wash, right? The, That's the true. diner, and the other one is in Dolomite. Now, for those Dolomite, so so this is you seeing history yeah. right there on film, right? So look. People made down Dolomite, but Rudy Ray Moore was able to circle the block with he was in the within the line of Oscar Michaud right. in that he barn burned mm-hmm. his films across the country and people right. went around the block to mm-hmm. see his films. Mm-hmm. And he always wanted his films. Mm-hmm. And so what can you say? I love Dolomite films. I know Human Tornado, uh the the devil's son-in-law, yeah, they were all Reese entertaining, Straw, all entertaining, good acting. And what did he do when he got the power and Petey Reestraw? He went there and made sure that everybody was rich in the hood. He just yeah. went around and they had the slow motion yeah. and, and they had the music playing. <laughs> and he would 
hit he the wine. He shared the wealth. Right. And that's what people say, and people do. Yeah. When we say we do that, that's what we do. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, car wash is part film. Let's see. Continuous recycling of stories, fashion, moves. Exactly. That's a diner and Southfold cook. Uh, thank you for your co- contribution to preserving the black experience. You know, all we could do yeah. is do our part right. and put it in there and it goes through our story through the centuries and it yeah. comes back. That's that's what happens. The music in Car Wise was awesome. Great soundtrack. That's right. Excellent. Dick Griff Giffy Giffy. Gif Giff Dick Griffy. Dick Griffy Solar Records. They say, and when you watch documentaries on it, they say they had he had them in the studio, and he said, that don't sound right, we're going to cut it again. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, you couldn't just stop it. You had to roll all the way through with the recording. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it is now, mm-hmm. where it's, it's, it's a lot easier, where you can stop and go back and punch in and all that. It's not, not like it was. So he said, no, we're going to do it again. And they were playing that full out. That's why if you watch the Ohio Players documentary that was on VH1 and they talk about the Scream and Love roller coaster and they say that the rumor was that it was a model that was on the honey cover and the lights had dried the honey and on and they were she was on a plexiglass mm-hmm. and it ripped her skin off and they say that we, we if if we tell you we have to kill you. <laughs> they say. So they say that that scream in there because you only hear it once mm-hmm. in Love Roller Coaster is mm-hmm. the manager. Mm-hmm. That rumor was that the manager had pulled his knife out and knifed her in the control room, and that scream when you hear ah! in Love Roller Coaster, you only hear it once throughout the whole record because mm-hmm. back then you had to play it all the way through. Right. So we don't know how true that is but they even they addressed it on the documentary mm-hmm. but that was the rumor on that so whenever you uh listen to love roller coaster you will hear that ah, comes in the second after the first eight mm-hmm. when they're doing the roller coaster and they come back and then you'll hear uh when it breaks that goes to the first break right. and you hear ah, and it goes right along like if they were going down the, but anyway that's another story okay. but anyway so so the listen, shy is good i read dick greffy didn't play. He didn't, Shanine. He didn't. That's what they yeah. say. He didn't play. He and was a Suge Knight's mentor, right? He was Suge Knight's mentor, and on a documentary, he said he told Suge Knight, "You're doing everything right, but just don't get in, don't get into none of the gang culture oh, stuff." Well, he... And and you know, Listen. but Suge Knight knew what he was dealing with because in the documentary mm-hmm. on Suge Knight, which we reviewed, Suge Knight said yeah. that. They used him right. because they didn't want to deal with the with the with the invading hordes. Yeah. You know, okay. old boy didn't want to. Uh, what's what's his name over there? Is it Jimmy Iovine? Jimmy Iovine didn't want to deal with the Negroes. Yeah. So they used him to keep keep them in line. Yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said that if I was him, but the truth is the truth. Some things never change. All right. So, uh, so what are we giving the shy so oh, far? Shy first season, first always. season, first season of ten. From what I'm seeing, season two is a ten. That's right. So these are things that you catch up on if you yeah. haven't seen them. Yeah. Watch them. 
great this is a great time but even even before that it's so like i said so many movies yeah. i have to say it again so many movies hbo did uh native son the 2019 oh no version. wait a minute no. we not we don't have Why? to get into no, it no, but no, ashton I, sanders I just, is an excellent no actor. he is he is he excellent is. Actor. he is he is denzel washington gave him his pop he right sure did Right, and yeah. Equalizer too. Equalizer Opened too. it up. But he had yep. been doing before, but yeah. when we saw him again, older was Equalizer too. Yeah. But I want to know, why do they keep, out of all the books, why do they keep making Richard write that particular book over again? I didn't like the original. I don't like the so whole concept that the person couldn't think. And the way that they brought it up to modern time, I right. thought was good. Yeah. And and they gave you more information about Bigger's background. Right, right. Because I said that right. I don't think that he would not. How could he get into this situation okay. again in modern time? But when you're not used to being around right. a group of people who, when they come around you and they look right. at you, they act alien. Yeah, because that's yeah. Then you, it, it's subject that you might end up possibly falling into something like that right yeah so and then oh and just the kiki lane is also on the film she plays bessie um bigger's girlfriend and we know kiki from bill street so but yeah sanai lathan is in it so um and david allen uh, greer also is in it and steven henderson is also in it so if you get the chance you know, you know the outcome, but um, yeah, you know the outcome. But uh, Native no. Son, the HBO oh. 2019. I, mean, I, mean, I remember when I read the book, I was Check so excited. Out. Everybody talked about Native Son, Native Son. I read the book, and then I watched the movie they made. I was like, "This is depressing, yo!" Like, you know, everything. Then they did it again. Why? Out of all the books. You know, the Harlem Renaissance, Richard Wright, all these books. Directed by Rashad Johnson. Okay, but it was shot in Cleveland, Ohio, though. Oh, yeah. How could I forget about that? Yeah, they shot the film in Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, executive Sun. produced by yeah. Brad Pitt. Yep, sure was. That's right. So, you know, you got to see great Cleveland uh, use of Cleveland landmarks within it, yeah. even though Cleveland wasn't, uh, wasn't a city that was used as a character. So it wasn't, it was more based on his, his, it was more claustrophobic because it was based on who he was as an individual. And he was very introverted, I'll say. Right. And he would, he could come out and speak when necessary, but he was in and that was the problem, you know, so. Well, actually, okay, so this one was A24. So that's the other company. So this is, it's a Brad Pitt's company, but, um, yeah, but, uh. All right, all right, 824. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Shanine said, uh, I hope that isn't true about Jimmy Iovine. And then she said, uh, Diana Southall said, me too. And then uh, Shanine said, wow. I guess it might be because it was shot in Cleveland. <laughs> uh, but Richard Wright, I need to know why that particular native son is always used as stage. For, I mean, I don't... I don't understand. It's so depressing. But you know so what? Much, this version, so many other words. No, the was, updated uh, version was better because it did give you more of a background on of, him, of bigger did. and where it he did. came from and his family and what he, where he was headed. Where he was, he was right. headed to big things. Yeah. His mama considered him special. Yeah. Say it. Yeah, it was. But anyway, so that that one we won't rate that one because you know, I, I would rate it low myself because it's it's. 
depressing. So I, I mean, I you can't it. rate it low because it's depressing. I, I would break up the acting. I mean, I would, I would rate it low because I would depressing. have to give it a 10 because the acting is great. No, the cinematography the is beautiful. Cinematography, acting is great. That's 10. The um, storyline yeah. and what it's about, yeah. I, I, I just don't see it. You got the liberal, right. the liberal Caucasians and they like, oh, we don't have to do a, a background check on you because you came highly recommended and then... But they did do a background check, remember? But they, but they did, but them. they said they didn't and we didn't but have then to they did. because you did and then yeah. uh, I'm with the NAAC, you know, and it's all just, that and then in the end yeah. he fumbles the football yeah. at the one yard. Poor thing. He's you know, young. He made a mistake. It was, you know, but because um, if I had saw her out there in, in the, it took in, two in days yard, to watch it though. Didn't I said, yeah, it took two days. It was, it was depressing. Wild. You had to stop. Uh, it's it. like if I see Go back to uh, see her running around in her panties out there in front of y'all, I say, hey yo, why am I being secretive? I'm just the driver. Hey, 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 come get your daughter. She out here acting a fool. Right. <laughs> that would have ended I, it. <laughs> I, that would have been the end of the story. That would have been cut. That would have right. been it. You know, because yeah. like I said, when I'm in the store, I look over. Do you understand? I don't look in the other direction. Right? So that, that's that's a whole nother Yeah, but story. we had to mention HBO's um, adaption of the Native Son. So, yeah. um, definitely. Donna Saffold Cook says, Me Too was on how depressing Native Son is, right? Uh, nope, I hope it wasn't true about the model of the Ohio Players album cover. I don't like Jimmy I.V. <laughs> Shanice says you don't like Jimmy I.V. Alright, so Native Son, we've been through quite a few things that we said we weren't. We were, so I gotta add that to the list. Yeah. The Native Son, I gotta give it, I give it it's a beautifully written script. Because I love the relationship between Bigger and his girlfriend Bessie. The love. Well, I like story. the, I like the flashback between his mom and him, and how he was. The, and him and his brother. He was the person in yeah. the house. He was the head of the household. Remember when they killed the big gigantic rat? Yeah. He killed it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he was basically yeah. the person that everybody was dependent on. And you learn about the great relationship he had with his dad. You know, but right. then his father passed away. Right. So he came from a great Beautiful. family, beautiful family. Beautifully written script, beautiful, beautiful on the stage, right. a beautiful book. What's the Richard ten? Wright, That's why yeah, you have to it, give it, it a ten. It, but, it's but, sad, but, but so so on that aspect, it's a ten. Yeah. As far as the subject matter is depressing, I give it a one. <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> the acting in it, excellent. Lighting, excellent. Uh, cinematography in it, excellent. The tension in it, excellent. That's a 10. Just the depression, it's a 1. Yeah. Right? So that beach right. that they showed, it was probably what, either edge water, you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they made it, made it. What it looked like. They did a great job. I mean, right. it, did a good it job. looked beautiful. All right, people. Beautiful. All right, people. So we've, we've come through all of the. Speaking of film shot in Cleveland, now we're getting to what also they shoot a lot of the Avengers stuff in Cleveland. Yeah, did they do this one in Cleveland? Probably. Let, so. Let's find out before we make that claim. Okay, but go ahead and jump into the Avengers. We've come through all of the black acting bliss, and now we're coming into a film that's getting ready to hit beyond the billion mark, and it was a film out back in 2017 called Black Panther that hit beyond the billion mark, and it was a basically all black ensemble cast. But we're through with the black bliss right now that it takes 
all of the various storylines to come together to be able to get to the billion dollar mark. I'll, I'll, I'll pin that and leave that right there. Now, we are talking about the Avengers in yeah. game. Yeah. Is it worth all the hype or is there flaws in the story? Or could it be both? Could it be worth the hype, worth all the hype, but is there flaws in the story? There is major flaws. And so for people who uh, haven't seen it yet, we're going to be giving spoilers tonight. We're going to let you know off top, off rip, and we're going to get there. But Black Widow kicks the bucket. Okay? She kicks the bucket. And the flagship, the the main character that kicked off the whole Marvel uh, universe when that film first came out, right. Tony Starks catches the catches the uh, the rocket to the sky. Right. I just say that. Alright? Right. So we open up. Anyone remembers the Infinity Wars? It was about the Infinity Stones, and you know that. Oh yeah, it was. Because it says, uh, not to cut you off, but um, Endgame beginning on August tenth, two thousand seventeen, and concluded um, January eleventh, two thousand and eighteen, with additional filming in downtown Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland, as well as other places. But right. I mean, Avengers always shoot in Cleveland, and I know Shanine remembers that. You know, working downtown yeah. sometimes during lunch, we have to like detours to go to different places because. They would block areas off of different cities, like the one of the Tyler Perry films. And when I you watch the film, they always try to make it like it's Gotham, like New York City. Yeah. But you see the streets, and you say, you know, that's Cleveland right there. Yeah. That's that's the uh, that's the uh, city hall right there, right. or you know, or that's yeah. the uh, the um, the uh, hall, Cleveland, Cleveland uh, music hall, music hall, public yeah, auditorium. yeah, public hall, public auditorium. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can see it. You say that brick. Is unique. What movie was that? We saw some movie and we said, "Oh man, Cleveland looked beautiful." The, the, yeah, it looks good. The the what movie they did. was that? that? That was uh, was that Native Sun? That was Sun? Native Sun. Yeah, okay. they did. They they did show through oh, the window yeah. at night, right? When they were driving at night and right. they showed it at night, and the you know that was and at the cool. uh, what was it? The pond. Oh no, that was the Cleveland abductions movie. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. They shot that in Cleveland too. Oh, yeah, that's and they right. Had it was the Cleveland scenes. abduction movie. They had Cleveland at night. And Cleveland old girl, Clinic. Old girl did Cleveland not Clinic. sound like a Clevelander. The Clevelanders have a lifetime way movie. Lifetime movie. It was about, and they did not give any haps to do breaking breaking the screen out, other than showing them. Yeah. But it gave him no time. I thought that was... We better get back to Avengers. Okay, but back to Avengers. But we weren't going to rate that or talk about that. Movie. But since we were talking about films being shot in, in Cleveland, Cleveland, it made we me brought think it. Of, Okay, yeah. so look. So, Thanos, as you know, right. in Infinity Stone, he snapped his finger and right. he was inevitable. Right. So, when it opens up, it's it's been... It's devastation. But you know when it opens up? Mm-hmm. It opens up at about the time when Thanos snapped his finger Mm -hmm. because you open up at Hawkeye now you remember in one of the films before Hawkeye Mm -hmm. had retired okay and he was with his family played by Jeremy Renner that's right and so he had his family right and he was shooting he had his daughter 
learning bow and arrows. Right. Shooting at that. She had just hit a bullseye. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, and then the wife calls because there's a picnic table about maybe 30 feet away. Mm-hmm. And she says, stop all that now and come on to uh, lunch at right. the thing. So he turns around to look for his daughter. His daughter is gone. Right. Right? Right. So then he's looking around for her and then when he turns back, his family is gone. Right. And that kicks off the movie. And so that's the initiating event. Right. Kicks off the movie. So it's like you're seeing up close what happened to one individual right. when people vanished. Like, what, what was that show we used to watch on HBO? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's it called? The, the, the something where they left, but it was so the stupid. The Leftovers. Was, the Leftovers, that's yeah. right. So it was like the Leftovers, right? It was right. a concept where the people just totally disappeared. So then what you find out through dialogue is that he just went on a killing spree of killing villainous people who right. survived it, right? right? So that's what you find out from that. And you find that out from the character who kicked off, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Natalie. Scar- a black Scarlett widow. Johansson. Black widow. Uh, she's talking to, you know... The uh, two holograms of people yeah. who had survived from out of the uh, from out of the Avengers, and he's telling me that they're trying to find him right. to stop him, and you know, yeah. stop him. Though he's wiping the earth of people who are villains, villains. but yeah. they're not doing anything at the time because there's nothing to do anything with because right. they survived it. But half of the people right. are gone. The birds are gone. Yeah, fifty percent. Fifty percent. There were no birds, right? So, um, so that's how the film opens, and you find that. So, Ant Man, which arguably I didn't see any of the Ant Mans, right? But now this makes you wanna right maybe go back Paul Rude plays yeah right right Ant Man Ant Man somehow comes back because a big gigantic rat right. that had had uh, Native Son had he had killed him mm-hmm. this this picture wouldn't be going uh, on like he the killed same the rat, big huh? rat same rat it was before Native Son killed him right? oh, okay and so because <laughs> it was in Cleveland so he had found his way oh, over to Native okay. Son Native Son smacked right. him right. What's hey, going Pamela. on, Paula Johnson? Thanks for chiming Pamela in. Pamela Johnson. Pamela Johnson. Thanks for chiming in. Um, so he comes back through this thing. Anybody right. who saw the saw the Ant Man, they probably would know what it is. Right. And so he comes back, and then you saw this in the previews. He's at the uh, Avengers Lair, and they let him in, and he talks about this yeah. this time travel situation, right? Yeah. So. Are there flaws in the time travel? Yes. I'm going to jump around because I'm not going to give a full First plot. First of all, this movie it's is a three, three hours, hours and two minutes. Three hours and two minute film, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. But there are some flaws in there. Take Captain Marvel, for instance. Now, remember, I told you when the uh, Shazam used to come on uh, uh, back on TV when it was Shazam and... Uh, when he, he turned it to Shazam, he would be Captain Marvel, but now it's just Shazam, right? So this, so that was confusing. So Captain Marvel comes out, and come to find out, Captain Marvel in the beginning was black, but we, we don't we don't know why that changed, but whatever. Okay, so Captain Marvel is there, and why does she need help to destroy or wipe out? Uh, with Thanos. Thanos and his army. Why does he so that's a character that's a 
that's a story beat there that's well, kind of flawed. Well, she told you that she has to help other... No, no, no. When she comes, though, mm-hmm. when she's in the battle, right. why does she need help? Oh, during the fight. She, okay. she shouldn't need help. Right, well... She should be able to do. Right. That's one uh, problem. Uh, Nebula. Okay. Now, <clears throat> usually in time travel, they tell you that you can't kill your doppelganger because if you kill your doppelganger you're probably killing yourself and what's even compounds this in the Avengers movie is she's coming up against her previous self okay and she shoots her previous self so how come she just didn't totally disintegrate that's a flaw mm-hmm. in the story and you're just supposed to just go along with it Right? Well. Now, so that's that's the story some of the just a couple, because there's a few more, but I'm not gonna go into it because I don't want you to yeah. necessarily rule so the film. Now the ties between the various films mm-hmm. to bring bring it into this film Great so that job. so that the generations yeah. the younger generations who might not have necessarily uh Watch the previous films could start and let this be a germinating point where it's tied in and you can see where this is happening and what where this comes from the previous movies. X beautifully done, beautifully tying in the different stories, going back in the past Mm -hmm. to bring it present. Beautifully done. The acting reminds me of like the acting in um, Black Panther. Black Panther. I think they definitely took a page from. They took a page from Black Panther because yeah. this film is dramatic. Yep. With action. It, it is a romance. Yep. Comedy. Of, a comedy. Yeah. And it's all it's all in there. They they took a page from Panther because yeah. when we review when we talked about Panther. Right. Right. We talked about how out of all of the Marvel films, right. the the acting in it right. was just outstanding. The yeah. dramatic acting, yeah. the close-ups, the use of close-ups yeah. <clears throat> that Krugler brought to the Marvel franchise. They now they're incorporating in it in. Yeah. It's not just the action film with the yeah. heroes going now. They yeah. have feeling. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when they took they made Superman so he wasn't as strong and he had to go up, up, but that's DC. But he had to go up, up, instead of just going up and away. He had yeah. to grunt a little bit before yeah. he did, right? Yeah. Making him more, feel more vulnerable. Right. Well, they made the superhero characters in this yeah. vulnerable. They did. You know, I so, like what they did with the uh, incredible Hawk and David Banner. That's like one of my favorite parts. When they combined, when you see the film. Oh, yeah, when you see the film. It, it's interesting that <laughs> he worked it out and he combined the two. It's interesting. And then yeah. the people come, the kids come and say, can we get an autograph? <laughs> you know, right? Uh, can we get an autograph? <laughs> right, so. That was one of my um, favorite parts. The ties of various movies together. Right, right, right. Uh, it's dramatic acting in this piece. It's thrilling. It, yeah. It's leaving you. It's leaving you on the edge of your seat. Hey, of what's going to happen next? What's going on, Rose Hill? Thanks for chiming in. Um, it's action packed. Yeah, <clears throat> full of action. Full of action. Uh, 
romantic. It's romantic yeah. drama in it. It makes you sad and right. makes you laugh, and you see, you know, some of your favorite characters do die or pass away, and this is a little depressing. But then you're happy to see others. Yeah, you we're know, right on pace. Survived. We're right on pace because in the notes I said Bruce Banner yeah. as a unique character. That was great. Right? Yeah. It's just unique the way that they put yeah. them together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, um, so the movie is in three acts. Yeah. Right? The the first act is actually what you would call within the bit gloom. Yeah. It's like, it's taking the traditional hero story yeah. out of order. Right? Yeah. And it starts with the bit gloom. So you're in the bit gloom. This is happening and then you have to pass five years from the happening of when Thanos snaps his finger yeah. to where the superheroes are now. Yeah. And it's been one big gloom. Yeah. Right? So you start there. The second act is what you would call the time heist, where they're going back and traveling through this another dimension into time and spreading out to try to get the uh, Infinity Stones before Old Boy gets to it. But then there's a twist in the film where Thanos is able to find out what they're doing through who else but what's what's, uh, 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 Nebula. Through Nebula, he's able to find out and, and remember, Thanos, or in the comic books, you know, he's a genius. So. Yeah, he's a genius. So he's able to just figure, figure it out, out right? right? Now, uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Great acting. His, his acting on that is... Superb. Superb. The way that when he comes back, his relationship between... Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man Iron Man and his Spider-Man and the reason why uh, Tony Stark even decides to do it is because he feels bad about taking the kid Spider-Man and watch him dissolve off so that's the only reason why he did it because you know Tony Stark has a great life yeah wife and a daughter wife and a daughter the yeah. daughter is precocious and has yeah, a personality, adorable. and they get along well. Yep. And let's see what some of the people are saying on the on the uh, watch party here. Uh, Tierra King said, "Awesome movie." Yeah. Um, Rodney Smith, Avengers is a team movie. Yeah. Black Panther was a character movie. Okay. Uh. Tierra King. No! So oh. sad about it. Yeah. Uh, BP was used to get people to watch the rest of the Marvel's movies. That's right. Black Panther was used. Because, you know, Black Panther don't come up until the last. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, like, where's Chadwick Boseman? Pain in the butt while filming Spider-Man. Okay. A lot of films are shot in Cleveland. This is true. Hawkeye becomes his alter ego. Ronin. Revenge and anger. There we go. Yes. Watch Ant-Man. Great movie. Okay. That was uh, Tierra. Okay. Uh, Ant-Man gets stuck 
in the quantum realm because his people were dusted during the uh, finger snap. Got you. Uh, Carol Danvers was originally Miss Marvel. Oh, there we okay. go. Uh, good catch. Uh, Captain America and Peggy Carter. Okay, yeah, right, right. They get together. Let's not tell too much. No, it's a spoiler tonight. The David Banner becomes uh, Professor Hulk from the comic. You know, it's funny because for a long time, because you know, I used to watch Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. on when it was on CBS. Oh yeah, Fridays. Right, and for the for the longest After time, the hazard. for the longest time <laughs> when David Banner, the rapper, came out, oh, yeah. I could not, rem- I could not remember. Yeah. Bruce Banner's oh, name okay. until David this Banner. movie when they were sitting in the diner and they right. called him Bruce. Yeah. And I said, that's right, because I kept calling, like what uh, Rodney did, uh-huh. I kept calling him David Banner right. because David Banner yeah. is such a big figure yeah, in is. this world today yeah. through hip-hop and his activism. Yeah. And, you know... Pick up the God Box. Yeah, the God Box. The God Box, too. Yeah. Uh... You know, I kept saying David Banner, but it's Bruce Banner. Right. You know, right. Tony Stark and Potts. Yeah. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Stars and smiles. Star, hearts in the eyes. Shani. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so as it goes, so you're sitting there and you're watching it, right? Right. And what you notice is the heartfeltness. So, again, Spider-Man and... Uh, uh, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Great personality. It's touching yeah. when they when they come back it together, is. right? Yeah. Now another scene. They have there there's something that happens, mm-hmm. and the Hulk as the original Hulk because they're going back and basically looking at scenes in movies from behind. So they're looking at the POV of the scene through their eyes right. and trying to avoid meeting up with their doppelganger, basically, right? right? Yeah. And so something happens, and the Hulk, being the Hulk, mm-hmm. causes Tony Stark to lose the suitcase, and in there is one of the Infinity Stones, and then uh, uh, Thor's evil brother is able to take it and vanish, right? So that changes up the timeline, right. which means that he may come back later. Right. So, uh, they have to go back even further before that scene to back when the S.H.I.E.L.D., when S.H.I.E.L.D. was first being formed. Mm -hmm. And he runs into his father. So, he's grown, and he runs into his father, and he has this uh, heartfelt conversation with his father. And his Mm -hmm. father, he tells his father that he has a daughter. Now, his father doesn't know who he is. Right. Right? But, so, he tells him some name mm-hmm. and he knows it's his father and he's right. like flustered at first he almost leaves the suitcase mm-hmm. he almost leaves the uh, protective case mm-hmm. and he says you losing your case and so they walk outside mm-hmm. so his father doesn't think anything of it right. because no one is that deep into shield unless mm-hmm. they are supposed to be there so that he probably thinks he's kind of quirky yeah. but they're having a conversation an in-depth conversation right. he said yeah I'm, I'm i'm having my first my wife is at home pretty with my first which is tony stark oh and he's sitting yeah. there he's listening to him and he said oh yeah i have a daughter and he's trying to tell his father yeah. that i have a daughter you will be proud of me because i'm raising her 
the right way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have to, I'm taking time for, yeah. but he can't tell him directly. Yeah. It's really touching. It's yeah. really touching. Yeah, and then, then his father asked him, so when you saw her coming out mm-hmm. and everything, what did you think? And he's getting advice from his father. Oh. And then he gives his father some of the advice that his father gave him and thus and so later yeah. he will give uh, him as Tony Stark yeah. the same advice so it's just really touching it's like full circle yeah. type stuff because they had a strained relationship and he really didn't know his father because his father worked yeah. whereas he was different with his daughter he retired yeah. he yeah. wanted to put Iron Man down and retire yeah. so it's really a touching real yeah. dramatic stuff in there not seen since Panther yeah. Right, and so when when he finishes up, he sees Captain America disguised. Captain America at the same time sees his. He has to go back further and see his, um, his girlfriend. Yeah. Right. He goes back further that yeah. that he got froze before they could actually get married or whatever. Right. right. So he sees Captain America. He's disguised, and he says, "Okay." And then as he hugs his father. And, he, and his father goes to the car and talks to his driver and says, have you ever seen that guy before? And then he was like, no. He said, he just feels familiar. Feels, not seen. Yeah. Feels familiar. Then he gets in the car and they cut. Then the action picks up again, right? Yeah. So it's well put together. There yeah. are no doldrums no. in this film, right? There's no doldrums in this film. Yeah. It's real touching. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stark, his wife, and his daughter's yeah. relationship well uh, uh, really put put together really yeah. put down now so as the movie goes on you're like well you see the um warrior i forget the name of the warriors in uh in wakanda oh, okay she's in the okay she's in the hologram yeah but you don't see them anymore but you do see oko okoki yeah, right, right. But I, I forget the name of the, the, oh, the, the warrior uh, tribe. Yeah, the, so, yeah, let me see. Something, yeah you'll find that. Okay. But uh, she... So you don't see them anymore, but you do see Falcon. Falcon is with them, and you you also see Potts, who is, you know, Tony Stark's guy, and he's right. in one of the, like, Iron Man outfits, right? Right. So they're going, and they're getting ready to go back in time. So they go back in time. All that happens. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So... Uh, Thanos finds out about it. We, we told you that about four. So he says, well, I'm just going to wait until they get the stones. And then I'm just going to swoop down, blow the shit out their lair, and then get the stones. Send in my daughter, my adopted daughter in to go get the stones. Meanwhile, his main daughter, who is played by... Um, uh, what is her name? Oh, which one? Uh, the main daughter is played by... Um, the black actress. What's her name? She's Thanos' daughter. The real, she's the daughter. The one with the bald head is the adopted daughter. Right. And then, oh, Zoe. So, Zoe Saddam. That's yeah. right. Okay. So she's, uh, she starts to listen to the doppelganger. Right. And decides that she's going to help stop her father. So she trades off, right? Because you would have to figure because Thanos killed his main daughter, uh, Salala Dot. I mean, uh, I'm thinking about the chick from CNN. Oh, okay. So it's Donna. He kills her. What's her? Well, you'll get back to the character names, but he kills her. Another one. There's no way of coming back to that. 
right? Right. And at the same time, uh, Black Widow is terminated also. And there's no way of coming back from the uh, fall of no return, so to speak, right? Right. So her character is brought back as a person who never knew, uh, never knew, uh, what's the name of the... What's the name of that? Which one? The the raccoon and the oh uh, yeah the space uh, yeah whatever they call whatever that movie called of the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. right. Uh, she never knew them, so she's like a totally new character. But she comes in and basically takes the place because she she Gamora. jumps on Gamora. She jumps on the good side, okay. you know. And no longer on the bad side, okay. right? She trades off, and that's when uh, old girl shoots her doppelganger. And you're like, well, how come she didn't just evaporate and fade away? That's mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a problem with the story there, right? Because mm-hmm. you say you're never supposed to do that. And speaking of speaking of doppelganger movies, Will Smith has a new one. Matter of oh. fact, he has two movies coming out. Yeah, he has Aladdin. He's yeah. the genie, right? And the second film is called Gemini Man. Yeah, it looks where great. It looks great. Will yes. Smith always seems to come and and come out. He takes time off and then he yeah. comes back yeah. and he delivers these things. So Gemini Man so is coming excellent. out. Where his doppelganger, he's the real one, but his doppelganger is coming after him. His doppelganger looks younger, yeah. looks stronger, yeah. knows every move that he knows. and right. So he's trying to figure out why are you trying to why are you trying to kill me? Why would he send you to kill me? And right. the doppelganger asked the man who made him, why did you do this to me? Right. Why are you sending me to kill him? Right. So they both asked the same question. Great. So it looks good. It's so, good. On another great trailer, uh, Shining, speaking of Chadwick Boseman, uh, 21 Bridges is going to be oh, his film. Yeah. And it looks good. Oh, really yeah. good. So uh, those two films I'm looking forward to seeing. Let's see. So, uh, Rodney said that was touching scene with Howard and Tony Stark. It was. It was. Really, it really it was. And then uh, Shani said, oh, Peggy Carter. Right. The driver was Jarvis, Tony's Al, that it, uh, eventually becomes Vision. Oh, boy. See, Rodney knows these comic books, right? I had a partner named William back in the day. We were all coming up and I had another partner named Joseph, and they were the comic book people, right? I was more into two turntables and a mixer, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, so both both genres, mm-hmm. one was younger than the other, but both genres have seen themselves coming to the 21st century. That's what I'll say about that. All right, so let's see, let's see. But he's naming everything that we named. That's good. I like the title on Rodney. The Doras were based off the Amazonian uh, Spartan warrior women from the the Homi Empire. The most fearsome warrior women in history. Yeah, they are. These were the original Amazons. Yes, they did. What's going on? Yeah, dang. Hey, what's going on, dang? Chiming in, we just finished talking about. We talked about that way back at the beginning about uh, April 30th and all of the acts that are going to be debuting on the film review, music review show. And we spoke on you, so right. yes, sir. Let's see, my cousins, 
had me into the comic books. Shawnee had me into the comic books. Uh-oh, uh-oh, please. Please, oh, wait. Wait, what's going on? Oh, no. Oh, no, okay. All right. The Wikipedia one. If, that is that, if that's the one of the ones. The Google woman, she wants to chime in. That's one of the ones that will get you get you X for a second. That sure will be. Um, chimed in. So. Technology. It is. Uh, so, the film overall, it is a. Excellent. Dramatic. Yeah. Masterpiece. Yeah. Romance within yeah. it. Action. Um, comedy. Drunk, comedy. The comedy yeah. aspect. Oh, oh. Another scene is so touching that I've seen people say that it was kind of weak out of, out of the ones where they went back mm-hmm. to get the Infinity Stones mm-hmm. was when Thor went back home mm-hmm. and was it dropped right in just before his mother mm-hmm. was to die, mm-hmm. right? And his mother, being the spiritual mm-hmm. god that she was... Right. She told the women that she was walking with, I'll be with you in a second. Mm-hmm. And, and just keep going. And so then she walks around the pillar. Next thing you know, they 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 pan, I mean they track the camera and mm-hmm. you see Thor looking around the pylon. Mm-hmm. And then uh then you see his mother says, What are you doing, Thor? And then he jumps, he says, Oh, <laughs> nothing. You know, I'm just they said, What are you wearing? Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, this is my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, What's what's going on? You're not. Wait a minute. You're not the Thor I know. Oh. And then she, he was like, "Oh yes, I am." He said, "Come on now, don't <laughs> fool me." Mm-hmm. And then so she basically knows that he's here right. from another time yeah. to do something. Yeah. And he gets a chance to actually talk to his mother. It's so sad yeah. because when you have lost your mother, yeah. to be able to go back at least right. one last time and right. be able to speak with her yeah. and to tell it like he wanted to tell her yeah. that to try to avoid it to change but if he had changed anything it would have changed right. the whole timeline and so she was like I don't want to know you're here to do mm-hmm. a certain thing right? right and so she sat with him and she gave him the confidence yeah. And at the same time, he was able to get his hammer back before it was destroyed. And so, you know, he had the hammer and the axe. Yeah. And so, and so he was able to take that because, you know, his character, the comic relief of his character <laughs> of going there. And I said, what is he, the big Grabowski? And then Tony Stark says, all right, Grabowski, right. because he's. Let himself go. He's got the beard, the sunglasses. Big gut. He big gut, and he's sitting up there, and he's drinking his beer. And <laughs> I mean, it's it's just really good. But then he snaps back into being yeah. himself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that you know that's uh that that was a real touching scene. Yeah. You know anyone again who have lost their moms. Yeah. That was a touch of scene. So yeah. hug your mom. But I always tell, yeah. I always told people when I first lost yeah. my mom and I would do broad, do streaming. I would say, yeah. hug your moms yeah. for me. Yeah, you know, hug your moms for me because you know, yeah. always hug your moms because, yeah. um, one day, yeah. she won't be there. And so yeah. it was just touching the whole thing, and she gave him confidence and yeah. built him back up. He said, it's not what you have done, yeah. but what you learn from it and what you do with it. Yeah. And that is just 
great advice. Stan Lee. And Stan Lee makes an appearance. Yeah. And so as it's always. as always. And I'm sure through technology we will always, always see, see Stan Lee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. These films and this is what where we will end with talking about it. We yeah. gave a few spoilers, but I'm not gonna. I didn't give the full plot of the yeah, film. Yeah, this is excellent film. We'll it's see three it's hours, three and hours, two minutes. So yeah, and so I'd like to see. But I will tell you this. Um, first of all, these Marvel movies will go on way past all of us being here. Yeah. That's how, and even the people who are working on it now, new characters will be introduced. And the world will continue, yeah. right? That's one thing. Number two is yeah. there was no sneak peek at the end. Yeah, we stayed and, to the very, end, the very end, end. The credits ended because I saw a lot of people waiting. Yeah, everybody. A lot of people waiting in the theater, and um, where there would be a break, yeah. they show all of the Avengers and put their names in cursive, yeah, right? That was nice. So that's where it would be. Then when it ran the credits, I said, I don't think they're gonna have one. Yeah. Because usually they break and then it'll go to black and then the credits, the main credits with yeah. all of the unit one, unit five, twenty, yeah. all the people who had to do with making the film come up. Right. And so but we sat to the end and there was no thing because they killed off the flagship. And so my thinking on it is that they really don't know what direction they're going to go in from here. I think it's a total reboot. Like I said, they made it so that you didn't have to see the other films, but though they were smart, they had the marathon in the theaters where you could come see all the films leading up to it. And then they have another marathon that's getting ready to start up again. Right. So, but you could basically watch this film and uh, it could stand alone by itself yep. and because of how they weaved all the stories together, right? Yeah. So it could stand alone by itself and so they gave you no clue of where they're going next because I think killing Stark, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Stark, yeah. killing Iron Man yeah. off, that incarnation of Iron Man off. I hated that because he's it, one of my favorites. That was heroes. a touching scene. Yeah, that was. Because Spider-Man, uh, uh, the Spider-Man comes up first, which yeah. is actually just a boy. He's just a boy. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. just like the young black man that gets shot down the street. They're just boys. But anyway, that's another thing for another time. Never thought prosper enough time. But he's just a boy, so he's coming up. We, we won. Uh, 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 Mr. Stark, we won, and then yeah. Stark is looking off because he can oh. see that he's fading, and at the same time, his wife is coming and trying to move Spider-Man out the way because she wants that time. And yeah. then she, this is where <clears throat> I don't believe because I've never seen it in film before. Mm-hmm. I've never read about it or never saw it. I've never seen European Americans or Caucasians. Mm-hmm give the person who is passing on the the opening the door for them to pass through. Right. I've only seen that with black people. So that comes from conversations with Krugler, no doubt about it, and the Panther series. Like, the Panther series has probably already been mapped out and there's some things, and so his wife telling him that uh, everyone is fine right. and you can pass on. Right. You know what I mean? That's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. I mean, it chokes me up just thinking about it because I had I did it for my mom. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And my wife did it for uh, my mom her, and her, my her grandmother. It, but right. when she did it for her grandma, yeah. that's another story for another time. When I tell on my you, dad's when side I when, of the on the dad side of the family, when she did it, when I tell you that hell is real, that's all I'm gonna say about that. When when I tell you that what we saw, I said, I said, wow. Cause she was lingering, but Tracy has a way of opening the door and telling people to pass on. So I've never seen that in movies before. I never saw any whatever. Like when they do movies, they don't I say anything. I think that's part of our culture that yes, has part of our blended culture. into blended into them coming because of yeah. Black Panther. Yeah. I'm telling you, Black Panther is probably mapped out, and you're gonna see that in uh, the films, right? Yeah. You're gonna see that. But right? you know what? Um, May Fourth is the 30th anniversary of Batman. So it's gonna be in um, a few oh, theaters. Oh, those are DCs. DCs. That's DC. Oh, well, since we're talking about comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I just want. But yeah, know. so the anniversary of uh, Batman, uh, Michael Keaton and um, Joker, uh, Jack Nicholson. So that that'll be uh, May fourth. The thirtieth anniversary will be in the theaters. Let's see. The last one died in the nineties. I'm not sure. And then Shani says, "Wow, Thor and his mother." was good. Yeah, it was, Rodney. It really was. Uh, a mother knows her son, plus she was trained by witches. That's right. She did say she she was a witch, right? I wish. Shani says she wishes. Yeah. That's she yeah, yeah, yeah that you could talk just yeah. one more time and say that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that, you know. Yeah. So that's why I tell people, value your mother. Don't be yeah. talking no shit. Yeah. Don't be talking no shit, okay? Yeah. I mean, value your mother because that's the only one you got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when Go they are bed. passing away, and uh, you know that they are passing away, and they're in there in the hospital, yeah. and um, it's the end, and you kind of give them exactly what they want. Because remember right. when my mother, she wanted, she's stage four uh, cancer, and um, she wanted some cream soda, orange juice. No, cream soda pop. Mm-hmm. We call it pop. You know, Midwest. I know some people Midwest. say soda. We're Midwest, damn it. So, you know, Shit. we went and we we went to Whole Foods. <laughs> and got it. And got her the uh, orange cream soda. And she loved it. That's right. That's right. So. And um, uh, uh, Rodney says she knew he wanted to tell her, but that it wasn't a good thing. Notice the women are on the rise. Lead by Captain Marvel. Potts right. will replace... Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Rocks, Shanine says. Yeah. There was also a civil rights message. Um, expand on the civil rights message for me, Rodney. I, I didn't get, I didn't get that, but let me, let me hear it. Uh, and, and y'all did it for my mom. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's we a, love uh, Joyce. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a crazy thing to lose your mom. My mom was yeah. stage four cancer too, thoracic region and yeah. stomach. And, you know, my mother was, both of our mothers were healthy. They did not look yeah. like they had cancer. No. Even even in the no. uh, casket, they didn't look like they had cancer. Nope. It, it, it was the strangest it was thing. It was immediate. It was like, you know what I'm saying, the good die and the yeah. evil linger yeah. around. Yeah, and then a few months. Then a few months later, then um, Shanine's mom passed. Yeah, it's it's just it's just like one one you know succession. Great woman after. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, I did it for my mom. This is Rodney talking. Yeah. 
I did it for my mom. She wouldn't let go until I told her that her baby boy was okay. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. If I tear up, because yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it right now, if yeah. I tear up, because that's the hardest thing. That's the hardest thing to do. It yeah. takes... It takes... Uh, a heart, it takes a certain type of person to be, be able to, to do that because that stays with you. That right after when you say it, yeah. then the person leaves yeah. either immediately or a couple of days later. Yeah. There's no more lingering on. That that is that is it's so sad, but it's it's a joy yeah. that you are the one to be able to do that. Yeah, and that they you can say okay. that you can that they can move on yeah. and, and not be worried and yeah. not linger because yeah. and so that's why I said it had to be something that's yeah. mapped out in Panther yeah. because no yeah. Caucasian movies none of them have ever, ever heard them say yeah. your job is done yeah. you don't have to worry we're going to be fine you can yeah. pass on and then he took his last breath yeah. no movie yeah. does that I've never seen it no in romantic comedies yeah. never seen it in nothing but it's something that's this already mapped out in Panther yeah. that they brought to this film to yeah. to send Tony Tony Stark off. That's yeah. not in their culture. Yeah. That's in ours. But yeah. now it's going to become in their culture. Like yeah. instead of my bag, we used to say my bag. Now yeah. they they, they didn't hear it right. right. They say so my they, bag. Yeah. So different things. Like yeah. I, I saw something about. We gonna rock the party right in Texas. We gonna rock the party right, rock the party. I was like, wait a minute, that was five years ago on a record. And then they say woke now. And they say woke. So I mean, it's just not in their culture, but it is because they constantly borrow to be kind, still to be uh, frank. But anyway, let's go. Okay, so that, yeah, that that is um, that's sad. I did it for my mom. She wouldn't let me, uh, wouldn't let go until I told her that her baby. Boy was okay. Yeah. I was her youngest son of three. Yeah. Midwest pop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what Shawnee said. Midwest is pop. Yeah. Uh, our Cap- condolences. Yeah, Ryan our condolences. Yeah, yeah, you know how that feels. Yeah. Uh, Captain America and Falcon passing the baton. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Captain America, you know, he has to take the Infinity Stones back, and so he. Uh, so David Banner, I mean, excuse me, Bruce Banner. <laughs> Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner knows the technology because uh, Tony Stark figured out the whole algorithm. I'll say that. And so, what takes years to do, or hours or years to do, will take only a certain amount of seconds in the world that the person passed through from, right? So they're looking for for uh, Captain America to come back, but he uh, Bruce Banner says he passed the connection point and moved on someplace else. So when you see him, you see him by a lake. His back is to you, but he's aged to like eighty years old. Yeah. And so he went and lived that life. Yeah. And he passes the baton over to Falcon. He passes the baton, meaning he passes his shield made out of vibranium over to him for him to become the new Captain America. So ladies and gentlemen, as we go forward, Captain America will be a black man. Played by Played by who else other than Oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I used to know his name. Kevin Mackey, right? Yep, yeah. Yep. Kevin Mackey, right. Yep. Alright, so 
Let's see what uh, pass the baton. I miss both of your mothers. I miss Anthony Mackey. And Anthony Mackey, that's right. Kevin Mackey. Where am I getting that from? Kevin. Who's Kevin Mackey? I miss both of your moms. I miss their advice. That was uh, Shani. Oh, thank you. We a miss black your man moms. becomes the symbol of America. That's true. Uh, carrying on in their spirit. That's what Shanine said. They're always behind. Yeah. They're always behind us, I guess that's what she means. Yeah. Um, black people have always represented the idea of America better than white people. Rodney Smith says that. Yeah. Don't give it all away. I said it was going to be spoilers, Rodney. <laughs> I said it was going to be spoilers. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's, something else, it's something else. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. During the battle, which is oh, the you're third still act, talking about during the battle, during I the third you was act, wrapping it up. during the third act, Captain America looks like he's spent, and Thanos is about to do it. Oh. And you hear someone say, "Captain America, come in, come in," and he says, "Who is it?" He said, "To your left," and then the 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 arc of the Alternate universe opens up, and who comes through but Panther? <laughs> yeah, and he, and they're ready to, and his sister and his guard, and yeah, they're sure. ready to get it on. And so, they did. the one thing I didn't like about the sequence was <clears throat> they had Panther running like he was Jim Brown. And when I think about Jim Brown, I think about the Dirty Dozen, mm-hmm. and I think about how Jim Brown was running. He dropped the grenades down there, but they, and they got him in, there, and that was kind of like that. Give it to me, and then he went running. So that's one thing that I didn't like about that. Why? Okay, Panther, he's black. He's probably gonna be the fastest running, huh? I mean, I'm just saying they just threw that in there. So I didn't see a Silver Rose. I saw a Jim Brown message in that. But nothing happened, you know what I'm saying? They 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 thrash uh Thanos and his army. And so you see the film. So we didn't give you every detail because we want you to uh definitely go see the film. Um uh Shani said Crazy D can't help himself. <laughs> Don't tell him about Hammer. Don't tell him about Hammer. Hmm, I don't know about him. <laughs> so, okay, people. So, we gave you a bit, gave you the touch, and even had some tear jerking there, as yeah. people remember. So, like I said, always remember that what I take out of it: the strongest scenes <clears throat> outside of the action scene. Oh, wait a minute! Action sequence one. There's a samurai sword sequence in this piece, where there is samurai sword play. Where you get to actually see what Hawkeye mm-hmm. Ronin is doing. Okay. And I mean when I tell you that it is dramatic and it almost turned rated R right then, except for mm-hmm. well, we won't go into that, but the first slash mm-hmm. was it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like he was giving it was like he was giving him mm-hmm. uh sideways mm-hmm. by doing it himself, one person to another person giving him sideways honorable death right, right still but anyway so see that but so like I said it's been it was a toy every tear jerk like we say the, the most beautiful sequences are are the are the heartfelt scenes and yeah. we tell you to me like people thought that that was the weakest going back to get the infinity stone was no. the Thor and I thought that was one of the strongest yeah so I always tell, I always tell you. So that leaves me with 
always hug your mom. Hug your mom. Yes. Hug your mom for yourself. Hug your mom for me. Yeah. Make sure that you um, see. Yeah. Make sure you spend all the time that you can to see your mother as much as you can. Your mother, you your grandmother, your, your you know, aunt. You always have one mother, right? Cousins, your family. Yeah, everybody. Your dad, you know, your dad, your uncles. You see, talk to them as much as you yeah. can. Because one day... My Mother's Day is coming. One day, when time, as time goes along, you will have the uncles that made the party. And then one day, you will become the uncles that make the party. Right. And that's just how life is. So and that's how life goes. Mother's Day, hug your mom. That's right. That's Spend right. time with her. Make time right, for Because, you know, we don't celebrate Mother's Day. Well, we celebrate for those who are... And we... Uh, celebrate for those who are yeah, still here with other people's, right? Yeah. But for us, Mother's Day comes and passes. <clears throat> so anyway, what would you rate? Oh, come on, that's easy. A ten plus ten plus ten, definitely a ten. Great acting, cinematography, CGI, CGI, um, everything. It's everything. The, the the use of the heartfelt. Yeah. Dramatic acting in it, Excellent. not sent, not seen in Marvel since Panther. Right, beautifully done. Yeah, um, bringing black yeah. culture into the film yeah. through like what we talked about before, right. and expanding more and right. expanding it across and making America right. have a face, a new face. Yeah. yeah. Um. Beautifully done. Yeah. So you said a 10, 10, 10. Yeah. I had to rate it a 10. All right, people. So yeah. in closing, let me say, April 30th, the film review, music review show. Yeah. We have the first acts up. Yeah. Uh-oh. Where, where's my paper? I'm supposed to be smoother than this. Yeah. J. Jig Cicero, female right. MC. Rhyme Schemes. Yeah. Preach J. Clark. Gospel... MC right. Mike Bleas Neighborhood right. Watch right. Pro Black uh, Music yeah. Casey J Paz Dame Israel yeah. Master uh, uh, Master Belly mm-hmm. from Africa OGYG yeah. Ism Twin and Icy Jones yeah. Wolf Dotson and No Face Shadow Man yeah. um, so this has been another great Great. Robust right. episode of the film review. Yep, and thank you all for joining us. Thank us. Thank all of you for chiming in. Let's see, if we got some last. Is this the one where minute chimes the in? Yeah, that's subscribe. right. That's right. Make sure that you go to on, on YouTube. Go to the film review podcast channel. Right. It's the new channel. It's going to be all populated. Subscribe now. Yep. Go to TV. Uh, TV shows right. and films created by Crazy D right. YouTube page right. and subscribe. We're trying to top right. off at that thousand right. so we can get it popping and get it moving on to other things. We got everything on there. We got uh, Franklin G's Like It Is right. radio podcast on right. there. We've got the Black Ice Chronicles on right. there. We've got us on there, the film review. Right. We've got all kinds of shorts and venue on there. Go on right. there and subscribe to that channel. Right. Uh, TV shows and films created by Crazy D right. on YouTube and the Film Review Podcast channel right. on YouTube. Subscribe to both. Right. 
subscribe to both uh push like and like all this what you saw here like all that like all watch the uh shows on there like all that continue to watch the um broadcast that we put up which okay they cut us but we brought us back we have been here two hours and 45 minutes and counting people there's another long one but we had to get through it listen We'd like to thank you. Make sure again yeah, that you, you subscribe to TV shows and films created by Crazy D channel on YouTube and the Film Review Podcast channel on YouTube. Right. Subscribe to both. Right. It's going to be popping. Make sure you like everything here, like what we did. Let's right. see if there's any last minute uh, things that we have to say before we get out of here. Uh, don't tell him about him. No. He is one of the fastest, faster than... Captain America, remember when he laps Falcon? Okay. Uh, Black Widow brings Ronan back to sanity like she would do with the Hulk. Okay. Uh, my dad just texted me. That's good, Shani. Um, I hate MD. MD is its abbreviation. I think Um And uh, remember the spell put on the hammer. The person has to be worthy to lift it. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Go to the theater and see that I got you. I got you. The hammer. I got what you're saying. And he always knew. Thor always knew. Pure of heart. Yep. Right? And so that means that the black man will become pure of heart. When he... Well, anyway. Go see the movie. Yeah. It's well worth seeing. It's a 10. Yep. So, we just finished reviewing... Endgame, the Avengers. We talked about many things, but we talked about American Gods on Stars. You must see it. The Shy. The Shy. Showtime. Right? And we uh, we talked about Native Sun. And uh, what else did we talk about before we close out? We'll make sure that we get everything in. Uh, And then we talked about uh, Avengers, American Gods. Right. And April 3rd. 30th again yep. is music the film review, review music review show. Yep. So this has been another great robust episode yes. of the film review. Yep. Movies, music, culture, politics, yep. and society. Yep. We are the husband and wife team. Yep. I'm Crazy D. Tracy. And we review music, movies, right. culture, yep. politics, yes. and society. Yep. And we will see you next time on the film review. This is another great episode of the film review. We are the husband and wife team. We are the husband and wife team. We are the husband and wife team. Stay tuned. We're the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. And this is the film review. Stay tuned. We got a lot to talk about. We are the husband and wife team that review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. This is the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society with a husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. Sunday at 5.30 on Crazon Dion page on Facebook. Live stream. The film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. This is the film review.